Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Vladimir Putin, he uh, did a partial, mo- he, he declared a partial mobilization in uh, Russia. 300,000 troops calling in reservists. He's saying, we're not going to conscript people just yet. We're just bringing in the reservists. But he did threaten to use nuclear weapons in Ukraine. And some people are saying it's like a threat against the West, I guess, because NATO is basically backing Ukraine as it is. But a retired general said that if he does, the U.S. will probably or could hit Crimea and strike the Black Sea fleet. So uh, I don't know. World War Three, maybe. Maybe it's all bluster. I don't know. I don't think Putin is going to back away from this fight. I don't think anyone is, is going to back away. The U.S. won't let Russia take these. You got four regions now saying they're going to vote to join Russia. So everybody's sort of losing their minds. And uh, I don't know, maybe World War Three already started. At least the Pope thinks so. Yeah. Another story we got. This one's really funny. Corinne Jean-Pierre is walking back Biden's statements about the pandemic being over. I'm just wondering, OK, well, does he have any authority or autonomy as the president at this point? Because clearly he doesn't. So we'll talk about that. Plus, uh, Bill Maher, he's got another one. He came out and he said the Democrats need to drop the wokeness and stop talking about pregnant men. And this one's just so, so good because I seem to recall when Dennis Prager went on his show and said that they're claiming men can have periods. And Bill Maher was like, no, they're not. Blah, blah. And now here's Bill Maher going, maybe they should stop talking about that. Talk about turning it all around. It's amazing how, how times have changed. But we'll get into all this and much, much more. We had this, this other big story. That guy who killed that teenager in North Dakota, he is free on bail. So a lot of people are, are really pissed because they think he should have been remanded. This was a violent, politically motivated attack. This was overt terrorism. And the guy's out. The guy's free on bail. So that's kind of crazy. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member in order to support our work. And tonight, we are going to have a members-only after show. Last night was really, really fun. We played a game called Mary. F indict indict yeah so we don't want to say killer like that indict indict so who would you marry who would you bang and who would you indict there you go still it was not family friendly at all <laughs> Luke said some crass things it was fun you'll want to watch tonight over at timcast.com we're gonna have that uncensored show it's gonna be great you'll also get other shows like Cast Castle Vlog and Tales from the Inverted World so don't forget to smash that like button subscribe to the channel and my friends many of you have pointed out you're not getting notifications for the show anymore. And this is true and correct. We've heard it from many, many people that even if you click the notification bell, it's not happening. So you must be the notifications that you want to see from YouTube. If you are concerned about that, then take the URL, post it wherever you can and notify people because YouTube isn't doing it. And I think the reason is, is obvious. It's censorship. We've got a ton of stories coming out about the federal government colluding with big tech like Twitter and Facebook. You think that's not happening with YouTube? It probably is. And they're probably going there and saying, hey, don't let these guys talk about this stuff. And then they do stuff like remove notifications. So smash that like button, share the show with your friends. Joining us today to talk about this and so much more, especially culture, it's Rick and Trey from Adelita's Way. So happy to be here. Yeah, grab your mic, bro. What's up? I'm Trey Stafford, drummer at Adelita's Way, and I'm just so happy to be here with all these amazing people in this room. Right on, man. So uh, uh, who are you guys? We're a rock band. Um, I'd I'd say we're even genreless at this point. We just make music that we feel motivates people, uplifts people. 
whether that's in, in accomplishing your goals, finding love. I feel like our music has a very positive message. And I think that it's very important for us to use the platform that we've we've built to bring people together and to uh, encourage uh, communities and, and especially the rock community to stick together and look after each other. So that's a very important part of, of why we're in a band. And call out the weird corporate wokeness and garbage in the industry, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've been battling against that for, for over a decade now. And mm. sometimes we tell the stories of, of our journey. And, and again, people don't believe it. People I'll, won't believe when you tell I'll, them the truth. I'll give people a quick little taste because we'll get into this later. But you guys were mentioning how like your managers would call you up and be like, post these like activist messages or something like that. Right. They would just kind of schedule what your posts were going to look like, what your day was going to look like. And if you, you know, oh, at 10 a.m. you're going to post this or uh, and then at one you're going to post this and it's going to be supporting this and it's always like some form of agenda right but i think one of the reasons we didn't fit into the system was because i was i guess labeled a difficult person to handle uh because i would say what i wanted or i would i would have (laughs) put my own opinion on it and and i'd have an email from nine people who would be like you need to take this down or or like you're just always i felt like I was always getting yelled at, right? I feel like no one wants to, they're like, oh, what's but, it like being a rock star? Get yelled at all the time. But this <laughs> is why so many people in the arts won't speak out, even though it's like that meme where the guy's burning the woman. He goes, I agree with everything you say, because there's all these people around him saying, don't you do it. Don't you step out of line? Because if you do, they punt you out. Oh, you get punted out. And, and it's even beyond that. They punt you out and then they try to throw stones at you the whole way we, as you try to, you know, get going again, right? It's... It's a real blacklisting. You know, I've had people go against us that that have spent more time trying to make sure we didn't make it as an independent band than they did trying to help us when they were on our team. It was a very weird situation because it's a cult. But we'll get we'll get more into that later too because this is it's really crazy hearing these stories. We were hanging out at the Blue Ridge Rock Fest and we were, you were talking to me and all about this. We we're like we got to talk about it more. So we'll get into it. Thanks for for joining us, dudes. We also got Luke Rakowski. Super excited to talk about the satanic influence over the music industry <laughs> just a little bit. Nothing crazy, you know, oh just boy. the reality of our current situation. My name is Luke Rakowski of WeAreChange.org. We talked about the shirt that I'm wearing yesterday. I thought I would just wear it. It says, "If I told you so," was a person, and it has a nice picture of Dr. Ron Aww. Paul on there. You could get it on the best political shirts.com because you do i'm here thank you so much for having we me have, we have a workout room and i was like i'm showing rick earlier i'm like so here's the kitchen like here's the workout room there's a picture of ron paul in the door for some reason and there's a life-size cutout of ron paul standing next to it i don't know why inspiration we're fans of ron paul i guess on the drive to vegas to california there's a big ron paul revolution billboard and i i honor it nice. every time we drive by That's it awesome. salute it you're like yes yes <laughs> we got ian chilling i've been thinking a lot about ordering chaos maybe we'll go deeper on this because i'm starting to read uh the COVID-19, the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab book, and thinking about how they really want to establish a world order out of what they believe is chaos. But I think there's a lot of value to chaos as well. I think you need a balance of both. You dudes, like, we, uh, I don't know if anyone knows, but you guys, we met up at Blue Ridge Rock Fest, like you were saying, Tim, and uh, got to watch Trev just slant it. Oh, man. Even before the show, when you were getting pumped, you were pumping yeah. me up. Just, just, it sounded like you were, like, pouring water on the table. It was so smooth. Like, percolating <laughs> that rhythm, man. Marching band, that four years of high school, marching band, just uh, those rudiments, man. They, 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 get, they get you good. Do you do that before a show, usually just drum and get in the zone or something? Every show. A little bit of yoga, a little bit of stretching. And, and uh, you know, you, after doing this for 15 years and 
having all the travel like you got to make sure your body's in really good shape to, to put on the performance that you want to put on mm-hmm. i do you, you have you good posture you're sticking in the air as you're playing with one hand and then catching yeah that was awesome, that's that was so awesome. Cool. i was yeah. like i hope he doesn't drop it i hope my thoughts aren't going to interrupt his thoughts ah collective consciousness <laughs> what yeah that's how i think tim Just all right you know. we got lydia well, that's a terrifying glimpse into ian's mind thank you guys for joining us i loved adelita's way when i was in high school and i'm stoked that you guys are here i gotta get a picture with you for sure i wasn't able to go to the festival what was it just a couple years yeah, yeah, I just graduated not too long ago. You know, what's up? but I'm stoked. Let's get going. Let's get into this uh, end of the world business. Yeah, okay. The first Yikes. story that we got from the New York Post is uh, the New York Post reports the apocalypse is nigh. The end is here. Buy your emergency food. I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. It says <laughs> not a bluff. Putin mobilizes <laughs> reservists, threatens West with nuclear weapons. Nuclear weapons. Quote, when the territorial integrity of our country is threatened to protect Russia and our people, we will certainly use all the means at our disposal. It's not a bluff. Putin accused the West of engaging in nuclear blackmail and noted statements of some high ranking representatives of the leading NATO states about the possibility of using nuclear weapons of mass destruction against Russia. He did not he did not identify who made such comments. So here's the thing. They're, they're pulling in 300,000 reservists. They were already using these these crazy incendiary devices all over Ukraine. Here's the big challenge. I don't believe any of it from anybody. Mm. You can it, it can be the Moscow Times. It can be Vladimir Putin himself. It can be Joe Biden himself. It can be the New York Times. And I'm gonna be like, I don't believe any of you. The U.S. has its interests. They're not going to tell us the outright truth because it would make them look bad. Russia, same thing. Everybody's trying to propagandize. So who knows? Well, the one thing I can say is Putin gave this speech. So you can like see him talking. I guess some people think it's a deep fake. But look, you know, I think Vladimir Putin absolutely would use low-yield nuclear weapons on Ukraine to win this war. At yeah. the very least, he's going to say he would. You have to, as a president, say, we will use every every no. possible option. Nothing is off the table. That's a very popular phrase. You're, you're talking about the end of, of the world, Ian. Again, we, we saw, I, and, I, and I agree with you, Tim, a lot of this is posturing, a lot of this is saber-rattling, a lot of this is trying to galvanize uh, you know, his country and his people to go along with what he believes in. We see the United States do the same thing. We can't believe anyone here, but we saw Vladimir Putin kind of allude to this. Now he's down directly saying it and he's also doing it in a way which i think is laying down the groundwork for a potential strategy which is going to be dangerous for everyone because the ukrainian territories are going to be going under a specific election to join russia very soon which will officially probably make them russian territories now if there's russian territories that were former ukrainian territories when the ukrainians attack this Vladimir Putin is laying down the groundwork saying specifically, I could just nuke them because they attacked Russian territory. So this is the groundwork that they're setting up here. This is an extremely dangerous situation and it it could have been all avoided. Foreign Affairs wrote an article saying specifically that in April of this year, Russia and Ukraine negotiated a peace deal. They were about to sign a peace deal. They tentatively agreed to it. And then Boris Johnson flew to Ukraine and said no. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't do it. This war could have been stopped. It could have been prevented. It wasn't. It's only escalating from here, and it's endangering everybody. It may be the end of the world, mm. but not 
Like, I don't think Putin's going to launch a 50 megaton bomb ICBM at London or something. No, we're talking about small strategic nuclear weapons. But the U.S. would retaliate. Absolutely. Other, other, yeah. other countries Most would likely. Well, it's hard to tell. It's hard to say exactly because we don't know the full scale. We don't know the latest technology out there. When we think of nuclear weapons, we're thinking of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but we're thinking incorrectly because this is technology that is almost 100 years old and is absolutely nothing compared to the latest technological advancements that the Russian military has, the Chinese military has, and the U.S. military has. We're talking about weapons that could end the planet 10 times over easily now, and that's what we know about. Imagine what we don't know about. So there's still a lot of mystery here. We don't know what's going on we see one side of the story being purported a lot of it is pro-war there should be a, another side to it saying hey stop with this insanity these politicians shouldn't be sending people to die for their causes and their influences this is stupid all around uh, what is the cause anyway what's the point of the war yeah just they want to connect the oh, land between right. crimea and russia they want that eastern ukraine east it's of the far west. more complicated and but a lot of it is energy also included but but that's just yeah, I'll, 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 I'll keep it simple for the sake of contemporary politics Russia has one warm water port, Crimea. If Ukraine goes NATO, they lose access to the Black Sea and shipping oil and other resources. They can get the there from the east. I was looking at a map, but it's a bridge. And having one bridge into your territory is not secure. So oh. they want a, they want multiple highways. There's two big well, highways they, that go in through Ukraine that they probably want access to. They need access to the Black Sea. They have a fleet there. They need it. And but then, also, they, then they're going to be beholden to Turkey. You understand Turkey has the, the Bosphorus. The, yeah, the Bosphorus Strait right. is Turkish. So if, if well, the Russians, Turkey and Greece Turkey's are part also of NATO. at odds with each other. And there's also a big flashpoint there that may lead to a war between uh, Greece and Turkey. And there is also a lot of oil and energy found specifically in that region that Russia is now occupying that could make Ukraine a petrostate. If Ukraine is a petrostate and is with the European Union, it's game over for Russia. And they know this. All right, it's Sorry. all it's all extremely esoteric. Let's bring bit. let's bring it back home to earth. <laughs> you guys are rock stars, so uh, you know the the. the when are you guys playing in Moscow? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I was gonna say, you know, uh, this, this stuff's like this is really in the weed stuff. But I'm wondering if it's this, this kind of thing is breaching into your world. Concerns about global recessions, economic collapse, war, civil war, or whatever. Oh, it, it all affects us. I feel like musicians are the ones that get affected by everything, right? It's right away we noticed um, a, a, a recession is right now. A lot of people are, are still trying to figure out, you know, I guess officially because no one will admit it, but we're in a recession. We can tell when we're on the road, right? When you're when, when gas prices are six dollars a gallon, when hotels have doubled in cost, like people don't want to travel anymore, you get less people, con you know, going to concerts. We you're, you're on stage and the panties being thrown at you are from Walmart. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead of Victoria's yeah. Secret, <laughs> they don't come because they, they'll tell you about it. We were going to throw our panties on stage, but we just couldn't. Can't afford it. You know, we can't afford to lose <laughs> we, them. We we met people on the last couple runs we've done that have three jobs and and can't afford their rent. So it's it's a very weird time, and and to to see us constantly throwing as much money as we are at war, right? Uh, you know, how many billions are, are we given towards what, this war? Hundred billion or something 100 on million. the books, yeah, right. And yeah. and and there's more coming, and we did this already once in Afghanistan. We've we've already we've already you know given so much money towards war, right? Our our biggest fear for the last couple of years was, oh, we don't want to go to war. We don't go to war. Well, here we are. We're right into a war right now. We're feeding money into this war while people here in the United States can't pay the rent there, there's uh, places that don't have clean water in the US there's there's all this stuff going on here but but we continue to ignore that and and, and focus on this war like it's a, like it's a good thing now now I hear you know the arts are overrun with like leftists and liberals y'all didn't vote for Biden did you we did not you, you know and, and, at, and at the end of the day um, 
I feel like I, I knew what was going to happen that's happening right now. I, I felt like that came with, with that vote. You know, you know, I feel like when... when for Biden? Yeah, I feel like when if we were to vote for Biden, it would be to vote for what we're talking about, like a re, almost a recession, you know, an increase in energy. We, we knew when he came in that gas was going to go to six dollars a gallon. We knew hotels were going to double. We knew... So, so for us, you know, we're seeing our whole lives change. And then not, not to... to discount the fact that in 2020 we were the industry that they pretty much told you're shut down you're not playing any concerts you know the the only article we ever got written in rolling stone about us was that you know we had number one hits we we sold hundreds of thousands of records rolling Stone ignored us our entire career we played one outdoor festival in late 2020 and they called us murderers they were like adelita's way is currently (laughs) killing people as they play a concert outside it's like you, you know to to use the media to try to do that to a band that's been working for 15 years to write the first story about us to be a negative one about how we wanted to give people entertainment during a really tough time which we continue to do right we we went on tour with skillet we were doing live streams for our fans playing live concerts for them when everyone was locked in their houses like we care about our fans and and we wake up thinking every day you know how can we how can we make them you know feel like they're with us now how can we make them feel like we're thinking of them so we put on these live streams we played these concerts and we got crucified in in the record industry the cult, man crucified creepy. but if you if you come out and you put on your pink little hat wave a ukrainian flag and 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 advocate and vote towards giving billions of dollars to the war effort you're good they'd put you on front stage mm-hmm. they put you as as the the main act with all these big celebrities this big ukraine benefit and they'd be like you're so brave and and noble doing this it seems like that a lot of people in industry just in general are obsessed with germ theory of disease and, and they don't focus enough on terrain theory of disease these yeah and when they're wrong they don't ever come out and, and say anything about the wrong information they were given right that, that that's the problem that i have the problem that i have is if you if you're going to force someone into a way and then, and then you're not right about that way after facts come in. You, you, you should say, sorry, sorry about that, guys. Or, or, or like, you know, don't try to rule with such an iron fist over people the way that these past, these past well, couple years have been iron fisty. It feels. Yeah. You know, you guys played in late 2020. You, you, you played throughout 2021, I'd imagine. You know, you're playing now. How 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 would you how would you uh, like describe your fans? Do they tend to be people who are like this is this is busted this is this is BS? You're doing a good thing, or do you get people who are wearing masks being like, why aren't you wearing a mask? Well, we we've had it both ways. We've had we've had people stop following us because of th- that type of thing going on. But we've also had people come around and say, look, you know. Um, I felt this way, but then after learning and doing my own research and learning more about this, you know, I was kind of mad at you guys at this point, but now that I'm here and I've learned more, you know, I understand. Because what we're trying to do is provide entertainment for, for our fans and also feed our family, not become one of the stories that we're hearing so many of right now. Like people are getting evicted from their homes, people are living in tents. We travel all across the world and we travel all across the United States. And when you're in some of these progressive states, um, I can name a list of them. Your your people you will not believe. You see the agenda playing out. You see the agenda playing out. You see thousands of tents, thousands of homeless people, thousands of people waiting for just a truck to come by to give them water. You know, when, when we played Portland over the winter, there were there were thousands of tents in the streets, and there were ambulances coming and picking up people who had frozen to death. Whoa. the night before in portland in, in portland it's not even that cold in portland. right but they're older people right, right? that you, you you if you're cold and you're older and you don't got the means to to survive Man. right your your immune systems are lower people were dying 
and they'll just come pick them up in the ambulance, drive them off, and, and you don't hear anything about this. And we, we, I think what helps us have the, the head on us that we have is we meet so many of our fans. We hear so many of these stories. We hear stories about people working three jobs, getting evicted. We hear stories about people working 50-hour weeks, and they can't afford uh, anything extra right like we have fans that that have been the 20 30 shows of ours that write us emails like i'm so sorry that i'm not going to make it when you come to houston because i can't afford to drive the normal three hours like i would gas is seven dollars six dollars a gallon rent is this you know it's it's really affecting the music industry and for some reason our peers in the music industry continue to support this type of of uh you know attack on gas uh, that's our our careers there's no there's no electric vehicle that we could drive across the country right now and tour in right yeah it doesn't exist technology's not there yet do people ever wear masks when they perform <laughs> i want to see well, it hold on don't. did you guys see what band was it uh what band was it? The Clean Hands guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was that? Yeah, I yeah. Know I know you talking see this about. one? They yeah, were like, you know. everybody has clean hands, and they're all like, yeah. Yeah, it's called, uh, dude. No. Oh, Amazing. I know these. I know the name. I you know, know the name. Too. It's the uh, I Predict a Riot. You know that band? No. I Predict a Riot. Oh, it's too bad. I like well, that. Well, look song. what they're singing about. <laughs> well, yeah. We got exiled, man. So they found out we love liberty and freedom. Kaiser Chiefs. Is that who it was? Everybody wash your hands. They were like, do you all actually raise? Show me your hands. Yeah. The crowd goes wild and they're like all in this cult, weird like. I was like, brother, testifying. Brought to you by Pfizer. Do you feel like it's a cult? Being in a band, does it feel like a cult? Like you're the cult leaders and it's a cult? Like the fans? Not if you're Kaiser Chiefs, maybe. I don't know about these guys. Like I wonder about the fan artist relationship because I'm an artist too and I'm real concerned like I don't want to you know, I want people to think for themselves and to be independent humans, know, but I also want people to come watch me perform when I perform. We know like half our fans by name and oh, we wow. have a lot of them and we, and, and he takes the time to meet as many fans after every single show. And we, we connect with our fans and we make, that's our number one priority is connection yeah. with our fans. Yeah, Cause is. that's the only reason we're, where we are today as an independent band, because everybody in the corporate music industry has tried to crush us since we became independent. So we, we have we have to be with our fans. Oh, Non-stop dude. assault, definitely. Well, check, check this out. So we were shouting out Tom McDonald. You guys know Tom, right? Yep. Yeah. He's number three Billboard digital sales with his new song, Riot. I looked on the other charts. I couldn't find him. Maybe I just don't know where the charts are, but I looked at hip hop and rap. And he's not there. And I'm like, something is BS. There's right. no way. Dude got millions of hits when he dropped that music video. And he's number three in digital sales. I don't trust the industry at all. No, they'll, they'll do a, whatever it a, takes. It's a cult. Yep. And they want to control the arts to control the narrative and manipulate people. But more importantly, they want to make sure you guys stay in line. They want you. So we, we were talking about the show uh, earlier in the show about a particular band. I don't want to say the band. I don't like dragging other people's right. names into things. But a big band. And all of a sudden, they're like posting things about abortion and stuff like that. And I'm like, I think they're woke. And then you guys were saying, nah, they probably have managers who told them they have to post it. Yeah, because you get you get blacklisted. Like if you don't comply, you, you start noticing your opportunities going down, right? But the, the, what Trevor was saying, it doesn't matter when you have amazing fans. When you have amazing fans, they lose their power. The media, mm-hmm. the media was more powerful. I think they're becoming less trustworthy overall and and over the past couple of years because people are kind of like being a they're aware more now than ever of, of what we're being fed constantly is not the truth. So so I think the media is losing its luster a little bit. And I think that the music industry is just another avenue that the media uses to, to brainwash people or control people. Or, that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. But they're using their biggest artists to, to try to 
Yeah, it's like a battle of the cults, you know? I mean, no matter what, we're all in cults of some sort. Maybe it's your family, maybe it's your friend group, maybe it's the... That's community. What Kool-Aid are you drinking, You could invite your cultists to be like, think for yourself, don't look at me. But hold on, to go back to the topic that we were just discussing here to segue this conversation, music and performers were always kind of known as being anti-war. What do you guys think happened to this anti-war element? The first thing that comes to mind is this famous saying by Tupac, they got money for wars but can't feed the poor we don't see that those kind of lyrics we don't see well, this kind of galvanizing anti-war push anti-establishment push from the music industry like we used to what happened what do you guys these think? artists are selling their soul that it's not it's not pure passion anymore it's more just about the money the bling whatever whatever their shortcomings are like whatever the 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 their they want you know in the in the short term instead of thinking of about a long-term passion, long-term goal. So whatever they got to do to, to come up that in, in the, like so quick, you know, they're, they're just going to follow whatever orders they got. I think what we're seeing right now is that there have always, there's always been a contingent of people with no morals, no principles. They just want, they want stuff, they want yeah. money, they want power, and they want social acceptance. Yep. And what's happening is because the internet, you can, you can see it's, it's being filtered out. And so those people, they're, they're, they're the ones who are going on Twitter and they're like, you know, in big bands or whatever. And they have the Ukrainian flag and they're just saying like, yeah, war, sure, whatever you say. Because like I was just saying, if you guys, you know, go to a festival or you, you, you get a manager or whatever, and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, tell me we want to do a, a festival benefiting Ukraine. Oh, then all of a sudden they're going to be like, we'd oh, like to shit. get the Rolling Stone there. We'd like to get New York Times there. They're going to do a profile on you. They're going to give you this big, you know, multi-page spread in magazines or websites. I guess people don't buy magazines anymore. And then they're like, we're going to sign a deal with you and give you everything you want if you've supported the war machine. I think it's also the lack of education in the schooling system for the younger generation. I, don't, I think a lot of these people don't even know what anti-war means. Yeah. Like, and, and I want to make a distinction here because you could still support Ukraine and still be anti-war. There still is a human cost to this war that's affecting everyone on both sides. That gets sides. lost in the soul. And, 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 you know, the humanity is being lost here because all we're seeing is pro-war, pro-war, pro, you know, bomb, 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 send more weapons, send more murder, except... You know, you, we, should, we should be hearing, we should be having those conversations saying, let's try to stop the murder, maybe. And and, right. and, and, and music used to be that vessel, used to be that voice that used to break through the, the, the news, break through the conditioning and inspire people to stand up for peace. And, I, I and, think it got yeah. taken out by radicals in a yeah. sense. I, I do. I, I think the music industry has been overtaken by, by radical ideology from the top, the leaders of it. Because if, if, if you were to make a song like that right now, like what you're saying, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You, you would be, you would, I, I think you could end up dead as an artist. I think you would, I think you'd, if you wrote a song that, that kind of went that against the grain, like, you, you know, people are starving, you, you know. I, I got to, I'll push back. I think maybe a few years ago, but we were seeing people doing it. Yeah, they are now. Like a lot of, uh, I mean, what well, I mean, Tom McDonald's the obvious one, but um, the Dixie Chicks called out the Bush invasion of the war in Iraq. But didn't they walk that back? 
And then uh -oh. they, they dropped Dixie from their names or whatever, or yes, their name or whatever. Yes, yes, it's weird. Later yeah. on. And then you had um, the uh, Lady Antebellum, I think. They like changed their name to Lady A, but then it turns out there was a black blues singer named Lady A, yep. and then she was like, you're a racist for stealing my name or something. <laughs> it's just great. no, there's it's no great. winning. But but I'll, I'll tell you right now, there's a, um, who's who's the other, other, other rapper who's, who's done a, Bryson Gray, is that his name? Yep. Yeah. So there's, there's a bunch of people who are outright calling at the machine and they're gaining in popularity. So I think I think you can push back. I think that the pushback has happened. But correct me if I'm wrong. I'm a big fan of Tom McDonald, but does he play live? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think and so. And a lot of these artists that are speaking out don't play live. And I wonder what the... I see what you're saying. What the repercussion would be if they were to play live. You know, like you need security you need yep. you know oh yeah yeah we put on an event a few years ago and antifa uh, some antifa guys called up and threatened to burn the theater down and so they waited till the very last minute and the theater cancels on us so we ended up moving the event to a casino so the event still happens but it cut our capacity down we did our after party in the same place they show up they were threatening us outright the cops like we're not gonna do anything about it it, it looks like tom played live until october 2020 since October 23rd at JJ's Bohemia in Chattanooga, Tennessee was his last show, according to bandsintown.com. I don't know. Or he's just not listing them anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I he love plays. live performance, but I know what you mean. It can get a bit chaotic. Oh, yeah. We, we got to get rid of these. The we, we, We're not get rid of them, but we got we to gotta stop the cowards. Because I know for a fact, we went to Blue Ridge Rock Fest. It's, it's huge. It was amazing. And I'm walking around and people are like, yo, hey, what up, Tim? You know, a big fan. And I'm like, oh, wow band members other staff there were like four bands that were familiar with IRL that were fans of the show and I was like this is really cool I was like how is it that so many people here even the performers are fans of our show how are they not speaking out challenging this stuff just telling everyone to shut it down I don't think it's it's you know at a place like that where I suppose if everybody already agrees and they're like get that woke crap out of here you know I understand if they're not making it their entire lives I don't necessarily want to go to a rock show and be lectured to or anything like that but I'm like how is it that the industry still has just stranglehold when so many of the people there reject the ideology, but I guess at the end of the day, they just say yes to their managers or whatever. It's the leaders. So that's where, that's where it all comes down to. It's, it's also the, the, whatever, whoever's leading the band, too. If you have the, the leader of the band, the, the, the star of the show, and you, you know someone who's a, a member is saying they love you, quietly, the leader of the act might not think like that also they might be programmed by because they're the, usually they're the ones dealing with the managers the labels the, it goes beyond that it, it really it really is a deep entrenchment and and if you want to continue to have almost this r meteoric rise or these opportunities continue to come your way you, you you have to comply if you stop complying you find yourself having to be independent or go on your own or have to build a house out in the middle of nowhere and be self-sustainable, right? You're, you're exiled from the community uh, in a sense. So I think to answer your question, the, the guitar player of a band may be like, I love you, Tim, but he's not going to go out and, and, and say that or do what he feels because he could be kicked out of the band by the, the person that's... Look at, look at Pete Parada. Mm. Right, so he we, we worked on a song together. We we're gonna work on a bunch of more songs with him. He's a former drummer of The Offspring. He goes to his doctor, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, you can't get the vaccine because you have you, you have a high risk for Guillain-Barre." And he's like, "Oh man, that sucks." So The Offspring's like, "You're fired." Right. He's like, "Bro, like Another he didn't example. even disagree with them." And the crazy thing is, he didn't disagree with them. He just like my doctor says I can't get it, and they're like, "Oh well, dude, you're fired." And then all the media writes is an anti-vaxer. Yeah, these people are in a cult, man. So I can understand why people are scared for sure. But that's why I was like. 
for one, I, it was it was awesome to work with Pete because it's like I've been listening to Offspring since I was a kid, so it was an honor to be able to have such a good drummer. Plus, he was in Face to Face, and he, he toured with a bunch of other bands. And uh, but it was it was a, it was a huge market opportunity. I'm like, we get this great drummer, they're losing out. But the other thing is, we want to make sure that if someone does speak out, and Pete didn't really even do that, but if they are going to try and come after you, that we're going to be building an industry of in some capacity that's going to be like, nah, you're not going to be left destitute. We're gonna we're gonna work on music. right. There has we're to be a yin stuff. to the yang, right? It can't just be you're exiled, you're out here, and now you're getting rained on in the mud. There has to be another group of people that welcomes you and supports you. And and I do th- agree with you. I think that that's growing, and I think there's a community of people that that are putting their foot down because we we have to at this point. I think we're getting into a a bit. Uh, and I don't want to use the word desperate times because I don't want to fear monger, but I do think that we have to start speaking out about how we feel. You know us we have to start talking about we we can't be ashamed to say that we love this country and we love liberty and we love freedom i don't know when that became like like where you say that in a room and, never, and no one likes you anymore right like i don't there's a lot of things that we're losing right now that that i don't think is okay you know just play country music you know That's what i mean what i mean it is look at you see john rich put out that song progress oh, yeah and yeah. he's just like stick where the sun don't shine and they're like yep and I'm like, well, at least those that that whole faction of people are are, are cool, and that that industry is 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 trucking along. Just it fine. seems like music industry in general has always been about profit. Maybe not always all, but like since 1920, yeah. when it in. Be- it didn't used to exist until radio. Like they used to just play for food at night, and then that would be it. That they didn't were rich at all, and then they started being able to control their own. Well, control their own couldn't really control their own distribution. That was the labels came in and immediately were like, we're gonna control your distribution. So when the, then then that died off in like 2001 with Napster, like 97 or something. And then, then the artists started to be able to control their own distribution now. Yeah. So it's, a, but that old, that old network of people still is trying to profit off of it. But so like now there's like an artist distribution thing. It's just diasporic. Like there's, they're all over the place and there isn't like a unified it's very cartel-like, though. The, 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 I just want to explain. When I use this word, it's a very extreme word, cartel. But I, I talked a little about it earlier when, when me and Trevor were talking. Like the people in the music industry can, will ruin someone's life and lose no sleep over it. And it takes a certain type of person to do that, right? They will. They will shoot someone in the head, watch them drop dead on the floor, turn to their assistant and say, what's for lunch? And not think twice about what they've just done. They will they will take an artist who's a 20-year-old kid with dreams, they will ruin his career because of, of whatever reason they want to, and they will not think about it again when they leave the room. Like, for, for people like us, if, if, if you hurt someone's feelings, or, or I love people, I'm a people person. If I do something wrong to someone, uh, it, it bugs me, right? The, the people leading the music industry, it doesn't bug them. They could literally ruin someone's life and then never, ever, ever think about it again. Yeah. So they think of artists as cattle, basically. Musicians yeah. As I think it's more than that. I, I think it's beyond just money because there are very talented, very good people who don't get any play on the radios or in the music industry. Individuals like Lupe Fiasco. He was blowing up. He was a major uh, music performer. Everyone loved him. I interviewed him along with Immortal Technique at Occupy Wall Street. And then he went to Obama's uh, unofficial inauguration event. And, and while everyone's there to celebrate Obama, he criticizes him and his drone policies and, and makes a song that literally has him kicked oh out of the event. And now, of course, after that, he doesn't get that much play. So, so individuals like Lupe Fiasco, Immortal Technique are individuals that I listened to that inspired me that are in the kind of hip hop culture world. But even rock stars, they're known as being anti-establishment. Now they're like super establishment. Remember when there, there used to be this, this, this really great band. Um, they don't exist anymore. 
I was a big fan. It was called uh, what was it called? Rage Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> oh. And oh, and yeah. now and now it's like these days, you know, they're not around. There's a band that's just called Rage on behalf of the Machine. Correct. Yes. So yeah. is it like because right. it used to be Creedence Clearwater Revival talking about you know Vietnam, screw Vietnam, get the troops out, war sucks. And then when Napster came out, is it like there was a moment where there was no music industry for a minute, and now they're like, we're just gonna get 14 year olds, put them on insane contracts, and make them famous. They'll do whatever we say. We'll just pick people that want to be famous. I oh, think yeah. I think John Lennon terrified him, you know, because he's he's a, this major celebrity who's being like no to war, and they're like, uh oh, this is turning sentiment against us, and then all these other bands follow and look suit. What happened? Yeah, yeah, look what happened. Yeah. I think at what, one point he said, if I, he might have said, I heard this, that he said in public, if I ever get so famous that I forget why I'm doing this, somebody kill me. And someone took him literally. They thought, like some crazy guy remembered that from 20 years ago and was like, oh, he did ask that I make sure that he gets killed. And so someone, that Mark David Chapman, I think was his name, Mark I wanna, David Chapman. I want to, I, I got to read one super chat. You know, we normally save him for the end, but I just got to read this one. Uh, Peripheral Inkling says, Slipknot still wears masks when they play. Maybe what? someone should tell them it's safe now. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> um, back to Rage Against the Machine, because I was a huge fan. But remember, their album cover was Shea Guevara. Yeah. And that know, dude's a monster. Yeah, so, yeah, he is. So what, they've always, what machine they've always, were they raging well, they, against? Yeah. The one that didn't support them, and then once they got power, they were like, okay, now we're good with the, the machine that we built. We are the machine. Let's jump to this next story. We got a story from Variety. Uh, Luke Rutkowski's dad, Bill Maher, says yes. woke baggage is Democrats' <laughs> biggest problem. Stop talking about pregnant men. Man, what, what a turnaround. First, the important thing, he's not really Luke's dad. Yeah, and Vladimir Putin <laughs> is not Luke's uncle. That's right. Not at this <laughs> and Assange. If all three of them had a DNA baby somehow, it, I would pop out <laughs> probably. Pop out. <laughs> no. But uh, a few years ago, Dennis Prager goes on Bill Maher's show and he's like, they're claiming that men can have periods. And then Bill Maher's like, no, they're not. And he's like, yes, they are. And they're putting tampons in the men's room. And Bill Maher is like, oh, it's for their girlfriends. You're crazy. Now Bill Maher is coming out and saying like, stop talking about pregnant men. So maybe, I guess I can bring this up because I think what happens with Bill Maher is that he's kind of seeing the writing on the wall. He's like, uh-oh, this weird woke cult stuff is not popular. And if we keep embracing it, we're going down. So uh, he saw the writing on the wall. He's changing his tune and pushing back and saying no to this. I think this is a, a white pill moment. Like, we can talk about the weirdo cult. We can talk about industry control. But let's just say this. You got prominent HBO mainstream liberal personality pushing back on wokeness. You've got independent artists gaining traction, expanding, and pushing back on the machine, literally actually raging against the machine, and, and succeeding. So I look at this like, the weirdo uniparty cult ain't ain't working out. It's 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 fizzling. Right, and I think a, a lot of it is because it lacks common sense, right? And and it almost feels like a test of how far what can we what can we program these people to believe, right? Like if if you're starting to lose common sense, like it's obvious that men can't get pregnant. Obvious. It's it's like right? Come on, but it's almost like let's run this test to see who we can convince this and what part of people are convincible convincible to do anything right like you have people that are that are jumping onto this right those are the people that are unreasonable those are the people that that no matter what facts you show that are currently going on they will deny the facts you you could you could show them you know data from a year later 
They'll deny the data. You could show them, oh, you know, men can't get pregnant. Oh, I don't believe that. You don't and need to show like, them that. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> but there's but it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's like how far how far can we program certain people? It's almost like a test. It's almost like they're running they're running tests to see how convincible. That's why some I'm saying, are. you know, simulation theory, baby. We are in a computer simulation, and there's someone sitting there going like, okay, let's enter the parameters, and let's now <laughs> introduce telling all of the Americans that men can get pregnant. I think and they're hacking. Seventeen percent actually agreed with. That. Oh, they're no, hacking. <laughs> they're hacking the way people think. Because, like Darwin, for instance, would say it's not the strongest of the species that survives, but the one that's most adaptable to change. And if people change to believe psychosis, that's part of like we're able to do that if we need to to survive for the moment. Let's just pretend that eating the frozen dead bodies. We crash landed in the in the Arctic. Let's pretend like it's normal. What? Everyone get like you see that movie Alive, where yes. that, that that group went down. They had to eat each other to survive. You know, you just put yourself in a moment of psychosis where like this is normal. We're gonna get through it. And then, for better or worse, you know, we've, we've basically accepted something that other, you might normally think is psychotic. So I think people have, have hijacked that with social media and they're feeding it and they're like transiting people or something. It's, it's what Stalin said. So he, he, had, he had plucked all the hairs off this chicken, right? And feathers? He, yeah, all the feathers, yep. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, well, you're the chicken master. I, hey, I, I don't have chickens, a chicken, man. you know? So, so he, he tortured this chicken and then after torturing the chicken, gave it a little food. And then the chicken followed him around for the rest of the day. He's hungry. And, and he's, he essentially says, it's like, you could torture people. You could torture animals. You could, you, you could torture something. And if you just give it a little more so it'll, it'll come back to you for more. And I feel like we're, we're being conditioned right now to, to, you know, the financial crisis that we're in. We're being conditioned that, that oh, inflation could be at 80%. 10's not bad. We're being conditioned yeah. that we, we, oh, well, you, you know, you want your own apartment when you can't afford it, we'll just get two roommates. Like we're being conditioned to like lower, our standards of life. you know, our standards of life. Like, oh, well, you're working 40 hours a week. You don't have any money living in your car. Like, well, well, there's a lot of people doing that. So you should be grateful that you're not in the tent in Portland. Like, do, do, do you see what David Hogg said? So for those that don't, you guys know David Hogg. He's the, he's the one of the gun control activist guys on Twitter. And he said that uh, he's not going to have kids. He'd rather have a Porsche or a Portuguese water dog. And a lot of people saw that tweet. I retweeted it, and they were, and you know, I quote tweeted him and said, "Thank you for your sacrifice, David. You're making the future a better place." <laughs> yeah. You know, but but it, you know, it goes both ways. Like fighting climate change, hey, all right, not having kids, hey, a double double out. win. But here's here here's what people missed. His first tweet in the thread, he said something like, "Children are the new luxuries," and what I mean is, it's something where you you it's really difficult to have. You can't afford it. So it's nice when your friend comes by and, and shows it off, but it's not for you because a you can't boat. afford to have it. It's one. like a boat. That's yeah. what he said. Children are like the modern day boat. That's, that's what he said. Take, that's what he said. That's a way to right. take happiness off people. My children no, are, are the crazy. greatest thing that ever happened in my life. And when, when I hear someone, you know, go to that extent to say, like, I'm not going to have kids, like they're punching themselves. That, that, that's yeah. him punching themselves. I, I love my kids so much. It's such a gift. And, and, and it does, it selfishly does so much for me to have my kids because I get to feel this, this love and I get this bond and this, and this connection that I think if that's the direction they're going to go where they want to push everyone into not having kids and not experiencing that love and not being able to spend time with family, I think that's a bad direction. I think that's a bad direction. It's another direction away from God. It's another direction into the the the, the servitude almost, yeah the, the servitude the go. satanicism it's just another another way to suck love away from you or suck uh, uh, the, the greatest things in life out of your life. It's yeah. just the biggest gift denying it to yourself because of some propaganda that you heard because of some elitist 
newspaper telling you that it's bad for the environment, which is absolutely, absolutely just an insane thought and, and just debunk on its basic premise. But, it, but his point was it's like a boat where it's like your friend has one. It's fun to go visit and see theirs, but not have one yourself. And then he says, I'd rather have a Portuguese water dog. He said, what, what did he say? He also said something. I mean, these are interesting points to be, to be made. I, I, don't, I don't agree necessarily, but he's making interesting points that he's, uh, he, he was basically saying uh, a pet is, a cheaper, is cheaper than a kid. It reaches a certain point where it's not going to get any more expensive. You've got to pay for college. A house plant is cheaper than a pet. You get it. You have it. You take care of it. But he's, he's actually making a really great point. For people who want something to take care of, child is one of the hardest things, but one of the most rewarding I mean, you're on your deathbed and you've got a human being who loves and is caring for you and making sure you're comfortable on your way out. A dog ain't going to do that. But a poor dog is know. cheaper. A dog <laughs> is cheaper. So instead of spending, you know, I think it's like $250,000 to raise a kid or something, you're spending 10000 on a dog. Maybe then you can't, even, you can't even deal with that level of taking care of something because you've got to schedule letting it out. So you get a cat. But then you don't really, you know, maybe you can't afford the cat, so you get a plant. Now the plant is like the lowest level of caring for a life form. But they're also missing a huge point of, of what kids do to your motivation as well. Most people will say that raising kids are hard, but once you have your kids, you're going to do anything, anything you have to do to give them the best life. And usually you become a better person because of those kids and you, you get motivated to, to, to work harder, make more money, be, be a better family man. Yeah. And strengthens you know, that, your spirit too i'm telling yeah. you it could bring you closer to god you have kids you 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 feel some form of spiritual power within yourself and connection to a to another being that that helps you up up your level man you level up and, and it's you know i i walked around in my in my 20s saying i'm never gonna have kids and and you know spoke like that and then and then you learn and and i would say for anyone that it feels like they don't need to have kids. I do think you miss out on on, on a bit of, of a spiritual connection with God. I, you miss out on just a love that that is just un, indescribable. Um, and the people that are going to be by your bedside, you know, look, my father just passed away. I love you, Dad. And it was me and my brother with him and my mom. It was us. Yeah. So uh, we talked about this, about a lot of women who are lying to themselves or are scared to, 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 to express themselves. The Young Turks, it's, it's remarkable how they can like take what I say and then completely ignore what I say, but show what I say and then turn it into something I didn't say. So I said, basically, I'm sure most women are happy to have their jobs and their success and more power to them. I have tremendous respect to anybody, male or female, they wanna get, you know, get a job and, and succeed. But I, but I think there are some women and a lot of them that really do just want to have families and not be breadwinners but are worried about this because it's not so not as socially acceptable anymore. And they're expected to have uh, careers and with the economy the way it is, they have to work. So there's a lot of these women that are, that are either denying it, they're lying to themselves, or they're too scared to speak up. But once they're older, they're gonna regret it. Yeah. They're gonna regret it. Now, I'm not saying literally every woman, I'm not saying the majority of women, I'm saying there's just a lot of women who are probably experiencing this. So take that out of context, Young Turks, by all means. But I think it's true. I think, I think the thing is for guys, they can have kids like this, like 70 year old dude can have a kid. Yeah, Clint Eastwood did that. I mean, you got 4 million little soldiers firing off in each each attempt and only only one of them needs to be viable. I hear the woman's well, body decides which sperm in, implants the egg too, fertilizes the egg. Like. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't, like a man. I, 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 I don't know about that, but, but you know, everyone has a, has a window to, you know, um, fertility men also as well, but not as severe as women that by the age of 30 lose almost 90% of all the eggs that they had throughout their entire life and existence. And even talking about this, it's a tough, touchy subject because people automatically get very emotional. But I think at the end of the day, there's a legitimate argument to make that a lot of women have been brainwashed to serve corporations rather than of course their own families. And I think that's something that deserves to be talked about, deserves to be debated. And, you know, we could be wrong on this particular topic, but but again, at least let's have the conversation that's being denied to everyone. And having children um, is, is something that gives a lot of people purpose, something that allows people to have something greater than themselves. Charles Arlevera, he's a UFC champion. I love him. He had a couple of fights in his career. He lost some, he, was, he won some, but then he went on a streak where he just dominated everyone. He's one of the best fighters right now in the UFC, and he attributes having a child to him being on a trajectory and on a purpose that made him that much better than almost everyone else in the division. And he's dominating. He's one of the best fighters that the UFC has ever seen. And he attributes that to having children. So that's a power there that I think is worth tapping into. You just got to imagine that the guy you're fighting is trying to punch your kid. And then you're just like (laughs) invincible. The other guy's fighting for sport. You're fighting for your kid. I mean, even in all seriousness. You're fighting against somebody who doesn't have kids, and many of them do, but like you're fighting for someone who's passionate, driven by sport. You're driven by protecting your family. You're probably going to have a leg up on, on, you know. And then I'm reading the comments here. Someone's telling me, oh, I was going to have my eggs frozen. People don't understand that that oh, also no. leads to a lot of problems and also has a, a very big risk of, of not working. And, and you could probably talk about this, uh, Lydia, because I think you did some research into this as well. Oh, I never looked at freezing my eggs because I know that's not a good idea, but I have lots of friends who've done IVF. It's yeah. incredibly painful. It's a horrible process. If you can avoid it, you should. I think we need to emphasize getting married and making families younger, but it's a cultural issue that I don't know if we can change with the top down. We'll have to see what happens. What, when you were first having kids, Rick, were you, was, were you, did you go through like a panic state? Yeah, of course. It's just it's, everyone goes through the same process, right? You don't want you 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 almost fear yourself out of having them, and then I mean we watched it happen with, with our guitar player. Like uh, one year before, he's telling me like I'm just not meant to have kids, man. It ain't in my cards. I don't want them. Blah blah blah. You know, like the whole speech. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like when you, I told him, I said, when you have a kid, you're gonna think your kid's the greatest. It's all you're gonna talk about. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. If I called him right now, I'd be like, "What are you? What are you doing?" He's like, "Hanging on my little buddy. He's the greatest man. You got to see him. He's already dude. He's already playing Stairway to Heaven on the guitar. He's one. You know, like, like you, you, like you said, the the best sperm gets into the door, right? So you're proud. You're you're pumped. And and I, uh, you know, what Luke, you were saying. I think that that it's in it's in our it's embedded in women. It's embedded in us to have this this you know nature this this motherly nature this fatherly instinct and i think women are just so great at 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 family and my wife is amazing at at keeping our family together and helping lead you know helping me lead and make me a better person and it's just family is 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 so important and i think that women are so good at it that when when you're 
you see corporations or whatever it may be that's making them not want to have kids or not want to experience that they're they're not experiencing something that they're just so great at they're just you know for for a husband to watch my wife i'm just blown away all the time by her ability to be uh so family oriented such a great mother just so i could just sit here all day but it's just a, a characteristic of great women you know i used to I say wanna, i didn't want to have kids unless i could bring them around the world with me i want to travel and go like how how have you dealt with being on the road if you when you tour with having kids if you don't bring them along because i don't know do you bring it you said i think we talked before and you say you don't bring them along every time i don't bring them along every time but i, I just i know i got to provide for them and that's very important and i know i got to provide a good life and i think the way our schedule is is I like it. I like going for two, three weeks, working so hard with my best friends. I'm in a band with my best friends. You, you, it gives me another balance to my life. We have a great time together. And then I get to go home and be with my kids and my wife 24 hours a day. I don't gotta wake up and show up to no job for eight hours, take an hour break when I get, I get to be with my family for two, three months straight, all day, every day. And and the juice is worth the squeeze to me. So yeah, I miss them. When we're traveling, I miss them. Um, but Oh, do you video chat Video chat like while you're on the road. Yeah, yeah. It's a- We're gonna jump to this next story. Cancel culture, baby. Dilbert is racist. Popular oh comic strip is canned by 77 newspapers after artist Scott Adams began incorporating anti woke plot lines, including black character who identifies as white. It's brilliant. Good job, Scott. Um, I mean, dude, speaking out, speaking up, and using his platform. And they and they and they come they come for him because of it. Now they do say over the Daily Mail. Gilbert strips featured in newspapers. I don't know what Gilbert is, but Gilbert. Dilbert's been around forever. And so he's got a bunch of these comics. One, there's a guy and he's like, Dave, I need to boost our company's ESG rating, so I'm promoting you to be our CTO. I know you identify as white, so that won't help our ESG scores, but would it tr- be too much trouble to identify as gay? It says, Depend on how, depends on how hard you want me to sell it. Just wear better shirts. Oh my. This is great. <laughs> these comics are actually, they're, they're hilarious. So there's one where it's like, I don't know if it's in here. One of the comics is that the, they're introducing a black character. And he's like, I'd like to introduce you, uh, you know, to, to our new uh, employee who's going to help bring our ESG score up. And then the black guy goes, identify as white. And he's like, you're ruining this. So anyway, look, <laughs> Scott Adams obviously has been outspoken for a while now. But directly incorporating the stuff more and more into his comics. So what do they do? They can the comics. But you know what? This says to me, it's just winning. I know there's a lot of people who are like, you're getting canceled from newspapers. You think that's winning? I do because people like Dilbert. There's going to be a lot of people who are like, yo, where's Dilbert? And I'm willing to bet. And and if you're a fan of Dilbert, I'm willing to bet a lot of people are going to look at their newspapers, the ones that are still reading it, and be like, where's Dilbert? And that, Or the websites. Dilbert. And they're going to call up and be like, hey, why, where's Dilbert? And they're going to be like, oh, we were offended by it, so we took it out. And they're going to be like, well, I like it. Bring it back. Well, it also matters that, that you're here giving them more of a platform too right like we talked about the other side right. you get canceled off one side another side brings you up and rise you up so that's a good you know doing the right thing with the platform but also what what makes me scared is how the most powerful companies in the world are the ones that are the wokest right now that's that's concerning when you look at who's pushing all the all the wokeness on us it's like it's like disney it's like it's like ESPN. Does it's like wow? These are like powerful, powerful players in media. 
Yeah. It's well, concerning. Well, that's because of the ESG score, which he was criticizing, which he got canceled for criticizing. Right. And I think that's more to why he got canceled than any other reason. Uh, just yesterday at the Clinton Global Initiative, Bill Clinton was talking with uh, the heads of BlackRock promoting ESG as somehow some kind of a great accomplishment. It's awesome. It's great. No, it's literally a Ponzi scheme for people to enrich themselves and push ideas that divide and conquer people and make them more dependent on the state. And and when you look at these funds, when you look at what, what they're doing, it's absolutely sinister because they go to major corporations and say, hey, you're going to promote this idea. You're going to push this agenda. You don't, we're going to cut your funding. We're not going to give you any money. It's and, also, and, it's, and the corporations listen. It's also just going to bolster investment in China. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I wonder 100%. how Alphabet's dealing with it. The parent company of YouTube. I haven't talked to anybody there. Well, parent company of Google. Well, yeah, which is a parent company of. I think Alphabet owns YouTube now. I think it's a separate company. It could be Alphabet owns Google, which owns YouTube. But I'd love if somebody out there, a corporate, wants to come on the show and talk about it. How you guys are dealing with ESG? I'd love to hear it because Google Alphabet's like one of the most, maybe yeah. the most powerful media company on earth right now. They, they, the the woke cult, the ESG stuff, only operates as long as people don't know about it. Once regular people find out about it, they get mad. That's how, that's how you end up with a Republican winning in Virginia. <laughs> because people didn't know what was going on in schools. They found out what was going on in schools. And then they were like, okay, I'm voting against this. And it was, it was suburban housewives. They voted against Trump. All of a sudden, they see what's going on. They're like, ah, it's worse the other direction. So I think this is why they got to censor. It's why they're so adamant about controlling what you guys post or what other artists post, especially for bands. This is why I'm saying culture is so important. Because people just want to be entertained. They want to have a good time. They want to relax. They don't want to think about work. They don't want to think about hardship. They don't want to think about politics. They don't want to be brought down. Some people do. Some people love doom scrolling. But a lot of people, they're like, you know, again, I'll shout out Blue Ridge Rockfest because we were there just a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago. And the people who are there are like, I want to get out. I want to get away. Right. And so all, they go in mass to see Tenacious D. In the rain. Slim, not, in, in the, the mud, dude. To it get was hot. sprayed down with hey, we fake blood by water. <laughs> so good. I we had some fun in the mud, you, rain. Come on. My shoes, yeah, man. Get wet. It did me too. But so then they know that these people up on stage at that moment have a lot of influence because you can look at a crowd and you can be singing and then you point the microphone and everyone in the crowd knows it's their turn to start singing. So you go up on stage and pull a John Lennon and say, this war in Ukraine is BS and we shouldn't be involved. And people are going to be like, do I cheer for that? Or like, what? I, I, I like this band, so I'm in, I guess. That's what they didn't like about John Lennon. And that's why I think TV shows, you know, movies, actors, the arts, they, they locked that down and made sure everybody was marching in lockstep. They tried, but John was unstoppable. Man uh, could not uh, be stopped, dude. Uh, yes, Remember the, yes, the he, bed was, in? he was stopped. Well, everyone He's stopped eventually. Stoppable. Yeah. You know, everyone <laughs> dies eventually. But John yeah, but Lennon. He was young. He was so famous that the media couldn't stop. Like they would still go to his apartment with him and Yoko in bed. Like what was it? The sleeping for peace they were doing. Like yeah, when that happens, they get ready. It seems you know. he, he was stopped. I mean, I don't know. There, there's a bunch of wild theories, but I can just say that some somewhere or another, like dude was stopped by John Mark Chapman. You mean or is that Mark that David? Mark Chapman. David. Ch John Mark Chapman. Who the hell is that? Uh, Mark David Chapman. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't theories. know. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe someone sent Chapman after him. Maybe. Because he was so oh, anti-war, or Chad was just crazy. You start thinking when you when you get when you dive so deep into the layers of of you, you know obviously listening to the show, hanging out with you guys, you, you you're getting informed, right? You're learning more. You, you start questioning everything that you see when you see Lenin's death. When you start when you start putting 
pieces together of, of influential people that have passed away and the, the messages that they were standing for. Anytime someone's uniting people, bringing people together, going anti-war, they don't last very long. And yeah. and, and you and it makes you start really wondering like, wow, like am, am I a conspiracy theorist or is this just how it is? When you get too influential where you're bigger than the media, you're larger than life, you're spreading this message that's bringing people together, people love, making people love each Michael other. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Y- yeah, you Kurt know, Cobain had become a problem. Kurt Cobain had a tweet where he said he had evidence that would lead to the arrest of Hillary oh, Clinton. Oh, um, <laughs> And then, you know. What's, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., actually, uh, his okay, family filed a civil suit. Someone's going to clip FBI. that. That was a joke. Yeah, that was a Media Matters is going to be like, Tim Pool thinks Kurt Cobain had Twitter. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I think it was uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s family filed a civil suit against the FBI for yeah. a wrongful death. Didn't they like send him a letter telling him to kill himself or something? That was the FBI under their Contel probe program when MLK was in jail. They they actually called his wife uh, and played the um, audio recordings of MLK cheating on his wife, and they also sent letters to MLK wow. in jail saying, "Kill yourself." Uh, I mean, you're JFK screwed, too. Your Another over. one. So that this is this lost. is what the, this well, is so what the wait, FBI, wait. but this is what the FBI was doing decades ago, and not and much they, has changed. Who, who was it? The CIA is the heart attack gun. Uh, yes, that was with uh, the commission. Uh, <laughs> this is why people think happening. Breitbart was killed because mm-hmm. he was really young and he was extremely influential. He a lot of drugs too. For though. sure, for sure. I heard I, he I, was I, a big partier. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But I'm saying the reason people, I'm not saying he, he was killed. I'm saying the reason people think it is because you have someone influential in politics and then you go back five decades and they have a heart attack gun and you're like, yeah, okay, well, it's possible, I guess. And it's really funny because then the media, like you can cite the media and then the and then other journalists will then claim you're espousing conspiracy theories. It's the weirdest thing. You be like, hey, look at this story in the New York Times about a heart attack gun. And then they'll they'll write a story about you saying you're an unhinged conspiracy theorist talking about heart attack guns. And it's like, I was just reading the newspaper, dude. Come on, man, leave me alone. You know. Yeah. But I wonder what you guys listening think. Do you think the, like Lenin, you know, John Lennon and like JFK were were removed? You know, or or I mean, well, obviously they both were. But was it like overt high level politics, or was it lone weirdos? Well, now when you see the media get behind something so hard, like some of the some of the things we've seen, like I even brought it up the other day, like, and I know that this is a bad example, but but it makes you think of the DC sniper, right? That guy that was just on the side picking picking people off. Once you start seeing how much the media went in on that story, you when does the media go that in on something, unless they want to manipulate the, the tale of the story, right? So it, it makes you start thinking, like was that guy exiled right was he in the system at some point learned some information exiled out like is that another instance of this like you you start looking at all the things in your life that you're growing up for me one of them's jfk lennon's another one you got chris cornell you got uh, chester from lincoln park you 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 hear rumors about some of the things that they had going on in a sense mm-hmm. of of really trying to help eliminate child trafficking and and this is real man these these are these are stories that we're hearing from their families from people we know that know them they were heavily involved in really helping, you know, they, people they, be they exposed were claiming on that child they were trafficking. Expose it. Yeah, and then they, and then they disappear. So it's like, it's like I'm sure it's it's a it's a give and take. Some of it happened, some of it didn't. But you start questioning it all. 
Dude, Charles well, Manson's well, another interesting one. He was part of MK Ultra. I believe yeah. it was MK Ultra. Well, they I wrote don't a know. book about it. This guy wrote this massive book. He's been on Rogan multiple times. Let's fact once. check if that's correct here, because we know the Unabomber was a part of the MK Ultra programs, which are secret uh, programs by the CIA that was doing horrific human experiments trying to figure out mind control. So this is done, documented on the record. Your tax dollars went towards the CIA and they experimented on, on a lot of people who were unsuspecting subjects and they were given acid. They were given a whole bunch of drugs that they couldn't handle. A lot of people even died under CIA experimentation. But the CIA, decades and decades ago, all the way in the 60s and 70s, was working on controlling people's minds and getting them to do things for them. Yep. So this is not a conspiracy. This is this is real. This is this happens. All my family and friends listening right now, you get your minds blowing, aren't you? This yeah. is like, <laughs> this, uh, the Guardian has this article, Chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the Secret History of the 60s by Tom O'Neill with Dan Pipenbring review. I think there was a book, and I, I'll see if I can find the book title. Did the CIA's LSD labs make Manson the crazy? Because he would like get arrested, and then they would let him out. And then he'd go and he'd get arrested again, and they'd let him out again. And, you know, Not like that, like that never happens, I know, but... Here's here's a Kaczynski and the Unabomber was the big one. Here's a question yeah. I have for Kennedy's I have for Luke. Very yeah. interesting story. I got a, I, here's a question I have for, for you, Luke. Uh, you you made the bold claim mm -hmm. about the uh, Satanist influence in the music industry, and we hear a lot of this stuff from back in the day about like playing records backwards, and there's like a secret message. But what's going on? What 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 information you got? I, there? I don't ever claim to know what's going on. I just have a lot of questions that I think should be answered. Right, I what think, are your questions? About I think I think specifically people in the music industry, you know, are exposed to a lot of the insider dealings that that we don't we we aren't privy to, and that's why I was kind of looking to ask you guys what you you guys seen because I, I think it's pretty clear there is some kind of satanic demonic influence, whether it's just done as parody or whether there's some deeper meaning to it. You see the lyrics, you see the symbolic and it's and it's overt and you see a lot of the same things a lot of the same lyrics saying I sold my soul to the devil mm. I don't I don't claim to know exactly what's going on here but being in the music industry how do you guys well, see well it? real quick I'm gonna get a button for my stream deck that plays a sound bite from boondock saints when um, Willem Dafoe says symbolism when the guy says symbology that's yes. a good movie that was a good movie so yeah what's going on man so we we see it too I mean look at the the biggest artists in the world are getting on the MTV Movie Awards, and then you look at the subliminal messages behind. You, you look at even Disney. Uh, you know they, they did something in the Cruella Deville movie that that you know had like Satan on the front on entrance of her house, like that. You know what I mean? Or the car, like like there there there's all these little uh, devil references, and then and, and and music. Listen to the lyrics. Listen to some of the most popular artists in the world you got Billie Eilish with a title her song is called I'm the bad guy right and what a little my, my daughter is listening to that she's seven eight years old I'm the bad guy dad you know like the, you, you've got the most popular rappers talking about overdosing on drugs you've got the, these are the messages that the kids listening are falling into right that, that that's first of all those are the biggest artists in the world that promote they're promoting and then you look at the the fashion side of things what was his name little nas x is on there yeah. with yeah. blood in his shoes yeah. and the club they're 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 what are they called the they're they're hooves they have the the split in the toe in the in the toes cloven is that cloven, cloven. Yeah. dressed in all red 
dressed in all. Then they also say there's satanic rituals with the with the white and black floors in the videos. Like if you look at some of the biggest artists in the world, like it might be Jay Z, might be one of them. You know, you almost get scared Yo. to say some of these people's names when they shoot the videos. They say that the, that they they shoot some of these videos on the black and white floors and all this stuff. Like these places are where, like. Like rituals happen where there there've been like sacrifices. Like you you hear these rumors in the music industry, and and I don't think a lot of it's rumors. I think that there is. But 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 check this out. Something changed, and maybe it was an anomaly. But I remember when I was little, the first CD I ever got, Americana, Offspring, and so they have a hit song. It's a huge song. It's called "The Kids Aren't All Right," and the song is literally just lamenting the demise of like the family and the, and urban decay. It's, it's literally him singing a song about how these kids, you know, nothing's free, you know, uh, chances thrown, longing for what it used to be, like wanting to go back to another time, people doing drugs, getting pregnant, dropping out. That's what the song's about. And it's negative depictions of that. They had another song on that album that, that, that was a huge hit. Why don't you get a job? Yeah. And then I'm like, Based. you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this a few years ago. And I was like, man, those guys were actually pretty conservative by today's standards. Then they put out a song a few years later called Hit That. Which is a song lamenting the fact that uh, lamenting hookup culture and that people aren't getting married anymore. And I'm like, these guys are like strangely traditionalist. But of course, now today they're like, you're fired from the band because dude could not get a vaccine. But it's just weird to see that back in the 90s, the, you know, aside from Pretty Fly for a White Guy, I don't know, there's a bunch of songs on that album that are just literally, you know, like have a family and get a job, you know, and don't let your kids do drugs. I got to say, I think Satan gets a bad rep. Uh, Lucifer in general. I think, well, first, I don't like <laughs> evil. I don't like evil and I don't like blood magic. I get pretty turned off by those things. But I think the, the propaganda of the Bible is like, there were some cultists that were taking psychedelics. Michael, the archangel, and Lucifer, and all these dudes taking, and they were channeling God, communicating, but Michael was the leader. And eventually, maybe they were hoarding knowledge that they were like, it's too dangerous for them. They can't have the, the light. They can't have fire. You can't teach them how to make fire. Or maybe it's electricity. You can't give them flashlights. And Lucifer's like, no, you can't hoard knowledge from people. So we went and he's the light bringer. He brought the common people the ability to make light. Satan and Lucifer are different. So Lucifer I'm talking about yeah. and Luciferianism or whatever. And then so he's like, and they cast him out and then they demonize. They win. They go to war. There's a war over it. And then the, Michael wins. His, his cult wins. And then they write a Bible about it, a book about it and make him the de- the most evil thing. You going back to the first cancel culture ever? Or are you the first one. It's Lucifer. <laughs> the first cancel dude. I don't know, man. It sounds like propaganda, Ian. Yeah, it sure does. Look at Britney Spears. Look at, <laughs> no, you sound like propaganda. Oh, well, it's all propaganda, ain't it? <laughs> you know, Britney has come out and, and, you know, the media will cover every single time her hair is a mess in public or every time that she makes a video where she looks like she had a glass of wine. But she came out and did an entire interview about how she was at satanic rituals in the music industry, that she was at events where they did this. They had orgies with masks on. She was at, she came out and had said that she's seen this stuff with her eyes. No media coverage. No one talked about it. Nothing. But you will see media coverage on when she looked crazy on TikTok dan- doing yeah. a dance. So it, it's it's an interesting is it blood well, magic? Well, well, hold on. Well, well, hold on. A lot of those Disney stars uh, that that were brought up in the industry and became famous later on in their life, a lot of them are dealing with some significant problems, uh, especially with their upbringing, especially with the industry that brought them up. And a lot of them do talk about a lot of abuse that happens to them, which I think is important. No, important to note and important to talk about. I don't know if you guys have any insights to that particularly. 
Well, now just the same as you, right? You hear you hear all the people, the child stars of yeah. of our of I the eighties and nineties. You, you know, we're all paranoid, and they tell their stories about what happened to them. They were, you know, like I think everyone knows the elephant in the room is that there are certain certain groups of powerful people in this world that like children, right? Well, I mean, I can't attest for any of the theories Epstein, that were his all, friends. That it's all, a fact at this point. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, I, ha- I have personal friends that literally, to them, sold their soul to the devil to become the best guitar player in the world, and their lives are ruined. So, but they think they did. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Like what? They, did they-, they would they would prick their finger, put it put their blood on a contract, write a contract out, sign it, and they would say, "I sold my soul to the devil to become the greatest guitar player in the world." And now they're druggies somewhere in, in you know yeah. in the street. Blood so I magic. Mean, whether you believe Satan or not. That person's life is ruined for what they believed in. I don't like blood magic because blood's fascinating and people work with it. Like my girlfriend works with blood. She like does like diabetes, will like hook people up to machines and stuff. I think, Kara, if I'm getting that wrong, sorry about that. Um, but she works with it and is like, it's a fascinating substance. But like Maria Abramovich does like mm. blood say, yeah. say cooking where they like paint spirit blood on the cooking, spirit, spirit cooking. cooking. And it's like to get fascinated with blood, to, to love blood is one thing. We all got it. But to get obsessive with it is Crazy. Oh yeah, I pass or out. I'm like, blood, pass out. <laughs> yeah, we're like, you can't do it without the because it's got it's magnetic. There's iron in it, so it's got a. That's why we have these magnetic, you know, um, dynamos. So these these magnetic fields. The big part is because the the iron and the blood. Man, that, like in X Men, when Magneto was like too much iron in the blood, and then rips it out of his body, and oh, then he makes man. little things, and he's like flying around. Yeah, that's and they get about. magic is magnetic. That mag, you know, prefix. Uh, well, there's a lot of people that even go as far as to compare music to mind control because of the repetitive nature of it, because of the symbology, because of the lyrics, because people listening and also seeing it as a form of entertainment, which of course makes them put their guard down and they're able to, of course, subconsciously pick up a lot of the larger messaging. So there's a lot of conversations about that specifically. I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but another mm-hmm. thing I wanted to also, if you want to inter- if, if you want to go, go right ahead. But, but another thing I also wanted to talk about is a lot of artists and a lot of creative people usually say that their music or their art they're usually just a vessel for it and somehow when they're creating music or art they have something else speak kind of through them you see this kind of described a lot by a, a lot of very creative people I don't know if you guys have any kind of I examples can confirm of them. it 100% yeah. I feel like uh, I, when when I talk about the the most successful songs I've ever had in, in, that I've written in my life I, I have to attach the word blessed to it because these these ideas came to me through uh, like like I'm a vessel right like like whether it's full melodies choruses lyrics everything just like it just happens and then it changes my life and then and then it changes the the lives the of the listeners the fans I've had the most fulfilling stories I've ever gotten uh, uh you know money money aside like the things that that have really fulfilled me the most in music is when someone comes up and says uh, your song somebody wishes they were you changed my life it made me look at life differently you, you know i really appreciate and have more gratitude now where i was thinking of doing something bad to myself and then you know i heard some crazy stories along the way i was thinking about doing something bad to myself lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
this song came on. I never heard of you before. It spoke to me. And then I went into a rehab and, and changed my life. Like these are the stories that are priceless to me. These are the stories when we were out on the road and we were getting robbed for everything we had, you know, working nine months out of the year, going home with nothing, you know, because we were signed all these terrible contracts. Um, these were the stories that when I'd lay in bed and I'd say, you know what, man, you might not have any money. You might be working hard. You might be you know, uh, uh, sacrificing all your relationships with your lifelong friends, your wife, your family, but you're making an impact on people's lives. And and that drove me for, for years. And yes, it was the vessel that, that that helps write these songs. I can definitely say that there is a spiritual connection between being the vessel to writing songs and connecting to people. And a definite uh, energetic one that can't be really described in words. And a lot of people have a hard time even quantifying in, in, in sentences because it's, it's how, do, how do you describe this kind of, this feeling, this emotion that overtakes a lot of people, even when they listen to a particular song, which of course is usually connected with their emotions. So there's there's still so many other things I want to ask you. There's also, the, of course, the, the 432 Hertz conspiracy. I don't know if you guys heard of that one. Uh, That's but the key of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of different stuff out there. But uh, you know, we're, is, we're just let's, touching. Let's, we're just touching the surface. Let's, I got to know, Trev. Do you, when, the, when you drum, does it take over you? Yeah, at a certain point. I mean, when a performance starts, you're 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 focused, and then I, I mean, you could just contribute that to adrenaline as well. You know, like he turns into a different person when he drums. I see it every night. I see it every night. There's another. There's a. There's like a. You, you watch someone go like Super Saiyan. You know, and like when Dragon Ball Z characters would like hit the hit the gas and their hairs would go like blonde and they'd have a whole energy aura. That's what it's like watching him drum for for 15 years for me, man. I see him start going and 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 people are like, you guys got so much energy on stage. It's because he's he's feeding me who already has all this energy. I'm feeding the crowd. The it's like. Our, our shows, our live shows are like a ball of energy circulating throughout a room. And, and you, you know. Well, let's talk about that, that 400 hertz conspiracy. What is that about, Luke? Well, there's different theories out there. I haven't looked into it that much, but uh, th there's a theory that music used to be in a yes. healing frequency, and then it was turned into a, he uh, a frequency that's more disruptive. You might know more about this than I do, because yeah, I just looked at it? the surface level it's, of this. It's either it's one of those uh, world elites, Rothschild or something, that changed the standard tuning from 432 hertz to 440 hertz. Um, 432 hertz brings out the harmonic resonance of the notes, and you get a lot more harmonics and saturation in, in, in the musical notes and all original music like Beethoven, all those original classic composers played in 432 hertz, their pianos were tuned to 432 hertz. Um, even the Beatles did some 432 hertz music as well. Um, we got, I, I pulled it up here, we got it from Global News, the great 440 hertz conspiracy and why all of our music is wrong. They say, gather around, kids. Those of you with tinfoil hats may wish to ensure that they're fitted snugly. <laughs> what I'm about to tell you will shake your faith in all the music you've heard in your life. If you look down the right paths, it becomes clear that governments and various security apparatuses have used music to control us. <laughs> oh, no. All the music of the West that's based on the standard 12-tone scale is used for the management of crowds, as well as thought control. Ooh. They say, if musical performances were to sound the same the world over, some standardization was required. As early as 1885, the Music Commission of the Italian government declared that all instruments and orchestras should use a tuning fork that vibrated at 440 hertz, which was different from the original standard of 435 and the competing 432 used in France. In 1917, the American Federation of Musicians endorsed the Italians, followed by a further push for 440 hertz in the 40s. In 1953, a worldwide agreement was signed. Signatories declared that the middle A 
on the piano be forever more tuned to exactly 440 hertz. This frequency became the standard ISO 16 reference for tuning all musical instruments. So what is it? They say no one can say for sure why. So what's the conspiracy? What are you, what are you writing about? Well, that's like it's driving people well, crazy. Adherents to this theory claim the more natural frequency or middle A is 438. Others believe the correct middle is 432 because it is a pure tone of math fundamental to nature and is mathematically consistent with the patterns of the universe vibrating yeah. with phi, phi, the golden ratio. They point to how this pitch can be connected to everything from Nautilus shells to the works of the ancients, including the constructs of the Great Pyramid. That proves it! So, <laughs> it's so time the, to change all the, of the, our tunings. The reason oh, I brought this up is because I saw a scientific experiment, I think like 20 years ago when I was a child, and it had uh, a box of sand and it put it over uh, a speaker and it played different uh, hertz and, a different, and it played different music and you could see the shape of the hertz of the music that was translated from the grains of sand that were moved through the speaker. And some of the sand was very disruptive and all over the place and really nasty and some of it looked like snowflakes. Uh, pure, perfect, uh, synchronistic images. And you know, this is where we get into a lot of the bigger kind of deeper hippy dippy stuff when it comes to uh, what the bleep do you know and other kind of documentaries like Water the Great Mystery that of course talk about this in great detail when it comes to um, this, uh, you know perfectly aligned alleged healing frequencies. And that's what we hear sometimes. So again, I'm not an expert in this. I just remember this sitting here from 20 years ago. Uh, it's so, called chimatics uh, is yeah. where you use sound to alter matter. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say? So like when you tune from 440 to 432, that's 32 cents lower. So it, it gives it more of a slower feeling as well. So I create meditation, relaxation, music with elevated and everything's tuned to 432 hertz. And that works better for that style of music when you want to chill and you want to relax. 440 could, could be, you know, leveling it up to give it more energy. You know, it might not be no crazy conspiracy theory stuff. It could just be like, hey, we want more energy. Like I know that um, Kiss from a Rose, that seal, right? Yeah. He, he wanted his song without changing the tempo to have more energy. So he brought up his tune to like 442. So he brought it up because he wanted to give it more energy with just tuning it up just a slight. Yeah, I mean, to the, to the, to tr like the untrained ear, you can't really tell. Not even from 440 to 430, you can't really tell. It's more of a feeling. Yeah, soul and feeling is, is, is so important. That's why I think that it could be a little, I don't know enough about it, but I know I, I write from like the, the, just, just the soul and I don't overthink that stuff too much when I'm going into a key or a range. So, and I know that, that, that that's work. So maybe there's a lot of ways to eat a Reese's, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, think about colonization of, of the Na native American population by the Europeans were the native Americans chilling in 432 and, but native it, Americans it were 432. And, and so it didn't, it, the native Americans were 432. Yeah. If you buy, if you go get a, like a natural made native American flute and naturally comes in 432 Hertz. And they weren't out there engineering weapons. And I mean, they were, they had their own yeah, types, but not like the Europeans, not like gunpowder and explosives and physics to shoot cannons and like just that aggro, go, 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 conquer, take. Ugh. I wonder if that's, if there, there was, I think, there, I was there was Native American tribes that were yeah. like that, Ian, that did conquer other tribes <laughs> that did, were very combative, that, that did, did enslave other populations, that did conduct human sacrifices. Yeah, the Aztecs and, were brutal. And, and, yeah. They were way more brutal than the Europeans. Brutal, yeah, yeah but not technologically advanced. They would rip yeah, people's that, hearts out on the top like of pyramids, like calling in their entities because they wanted better farming seasons. But it's like the aggravation that prompts engineering, like, I got to figure it out. I, something's wrong. I got to figure it out. Whereas it's, it's like, yo, something's wrong. No, something's fine. 
fine. Everything's cool. Just chill. Like that's the Native American style. Whereas the European would be like, something's wrong. Let's fix it. No, that's mm-hmm. that's, 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 no, that's I'm generalizing true. too, of course. But that's just not absolutely not true. Yeah, they got you're talking drums, a, you're, you're, you're talking about a win, uh, a population that 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 solely lived in in you know areas with winter, save the Mediterranean, and then you have North America with a wide range of different temperatures, especially in like the desert or the South where it's typically hot. Native Americans lived in Florida where it's tropical. So these things play a huge role in whether or not someone needs to strive towards something. You live in Florida. You don't got to worry all that much because the growing season is every day of every year. But for Europe, the growing season is they have to deal with winter. That means if you don't work, you don't survive. That's why they get technological advancements. There's no, there's no rage around it. It was heavily populated, too. There's yeah, true. Because after density. the flood 13,000 years ago, that, that flood wiped out Native America, wiped out America. Like all the population of, the, of North America got smeared, or at least the United States got smeared into tar by that glacial flood. Pretty sure that's not true. I'm pretty sure that there was a massive pandemic that wiped out most of the Native American No, I'm talking about 12,800 years ago at the end of yeah. the last uh, Younger Dryas. Uh, uh, Randall Carlson's the guy to go to for the geological surveys on this stuff. But there's a layer of black sediment tar where all the megafauna of the giraffes and stuff were just mm. smeared into dirt. No, by that no, flood, Ian, Ian by I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're wrong because everyone ice. knows, everybody knows that there was already a great civilization that was here, and this mud flood came <laughs> swept through and then buried those buildings, and we, we we are only discovering them. That's why Chicago's underground. That proves it. I, so my final question is: Should we return the music to 432? Yes, I hereby decree from this moment <laughs> forward. Or do, do you guys shoot your music in that frequency? No. Or do you guys have a... Okay. I, have I don't no know idea. because when you get a snark, a tuner, you put it on your guitar, it tells you that A is what it is. Now, it's just measuring 440. Nowadays, it's very difficult to, to do your music in 440 because all the virtual instruments are naturally tuned to 440. So if you're you gonna, mean 432. I mean, yeah, 432, yeah. So if you're going to go in and put virtual instruments on, on your recordings, you literally have to tune everything down to 432. And it, they, they make it really difficult. Talking about that the, proves it's a conspiracy. That's right. Maybe when you talk about the <laughs> brutality of history, like he's talking about, like people were over overrunning civilizations and doing that. Doesn't make doesn't it make you feel like our our generation is being conditioned to not be prepared for anything like that? Like like if you're if, if right now, I feel like if 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 I said to someone, I'd be ready to fight for my household, or I'd be ready to defend Trevor, or you, you know do whatever, I would be looked at in a negative light, right? It would be like oh he's he, he's a toxic male or whatever it may be right it, it, it feels that way nowadays uh when I'm, when you get ready for nothing right when you're like defensively prepared for stuff uh it, it almost feels like we're being softened up pretty pretty bad our generation i don't know and when you talk about history back in the day like people were, were brutalizing colonies colonies and doing all this stuff it's in history and, and and now you've got it like it's it's so frowned upon to be ready for anything like that. It's yeah, so you're many, like a when, a loser. If you're, but just but just really quick, many people don't understand how blessed and how absolutely lucky we are, especially here in the United oh, yeah. States, especially living here. You you travel the world; other people are not living like this. We are fully overabundant, and we are living in extremely to the contrary good times. Good times that leads to weak right, men. I think weak s- men that leads to bad times, and I think we're on that precipice where we're going into the bad times. That's why we all have a responsibility to maintain the awesomeness of the United States so we can help the rest of the world. Yes. When Shay's Rebellion was snapping off in 1778, all these farmers were like, no, I'm not, I don't have the money to pay off your fr- debts to France. We, we can't. They tried to seize their property. The farmers were like, hell no. They went to the courthouses. They surrounded them. 
they shut it all down. People were getting hurt. Uh, they ended up, a, but whatever. They they someone sent Thomas Jefferson a letter, and they were like, "Yo, it's popping off. There's a rev- it looks like there's going to be a revolution." Thomas Jefferson was like, "Good, good. We need revolutions. It keeps the government honest." Like, yeah, that mean, was his response. You, you used like you said, it's great here, and and you could use the rest of the world as an example, but it also puts a little fear in you, right? We don't. I don't want that here. I don't. When when I think about the civilians of a place like China, I feel so bad for them. I feel like when is a superhero going to go and. And, and liberate them, right? Like, it, it, I just don't want, I think that, that we're not getting closer to those people being, you know, freed from this tyranny. I think we're getting closer to being run by tyranny in a sense, except our generation right now, us, uh, the people listening, the next batch of people that are, that, are, that are ready to just speak about it, openly talk about what's happening and, and be as prepared as you can be, right? We don't, we don't want to, to go to war, or do anything crazy, right? Obviously, that's that's what it seems the the powers that be want. But we can't just not be ready, and we can't just not be, you know, understanding that in the rest of the world it's this type of way, and we're the only place that isn't that type of way. Like my fear is losing how great it is and what we have, losing our liberty, yeah. losing our freedom. Who who is if we're all being conditioned not be ready to fight for that or ready to to stand up for these things and we're always just standing down who can be brave yeah we have a gift and we're taking it for granted the first amendment the second amendment Mm -hmm. is rare many civilizations many countries many empires never had those kind of liberties that they allowed citizens to have a, a part of their organizations now in the first time one of the first times we're experimenting with freedom and now there's a sinister group that wants to take it away from us which is absolutely insane it's amazing you know i was reading uh so i read some blog a while ago and they're just talking about how all of these these kings were just like the inheritors of authority and these all this monarchy and they were warlords and people who just said they were the ones who had the right and then along comes for like the first one of the first times in history a group of people who are like nah or at least the first time in a long time and they're like we are not we do we do not believe you have divine providence providence and you can speak to god and you are not nah, not nah, the, the the world is created by you know governments are are for of and by the people so they break away it kind of feels like you know the powers that be really regret losing control of the united states and then you end up with uh, who is a woodrow wilson this sob he comes in and he basically says central bank hands power right back to powerful special interests and then from there They've, they've really been upset about this whole constitution thing. Right. You know, the whole right to keep and bear arms, that's a big thorn in their side. The power, powerful is, when I mean by they, I mean like generally just people who want to control you, who want to manipulate you. And they come in all shapes and sizes. I'm not saying there's like any specific group of people. Or anything this like is that. why, I, if they're beginning to show, I brought up order and chaos. Could, because property rights, the right to defend your property, that's freaking chaotic, man. If, if, if you can't find, people can't find food, everyone's defending their property. Like who's in control? Well, no one's in control. Community though, you need community. If you, if you keep your community strong, that's the key to everything. If you, if you don't let the noise of what the media is saying and the noise of, of everything going on in the world and you you have strong communities that are willing to help each other with the food when something goes bad stick together take care of each other not not look to rob each other and do all this be, be criminals about it but communities that come together then then all those problems are solved you, you know I think that that I don't know it's it's just it, I feel like everything that, that I say is, is looked at negatively these days right I, I trust in god i love community i love people if you go and you say that 
on anywhere on on Twitter on social media like you'll get attacked you're right about community what we needed to look at the global community because what they're trying the World Economic Forum wants to create a global economic order a community a global community and they're just doing it the way that they think Klaus is very much about order and structure he's an engineer um, and but we need chaos we need organized chaos that's what the United States is well they have set out loud that they believe they're a superior species to us mm. the, those elites you're talking klaus you named them he he has quoted and him and his scientists and his crew of people they have quoted saying that they are a higher power human than we are we we are the basic human they are the superhuman that's their belief there's about three thousand four thousand people in the world that believe they are another species above us you and me and that's why they think they're allowed to just do what they're doing talk about putting chips in us and whatever they're whatever they want to do right you, you talk about the world economic forum they believe they're a superior uh, human breed than we are it's the elite and the pleb which is basically since the dawn of time there was in the leaders and the slaves and then it was the leaders and the civilians and then it was the leader the elites and the common man and then there's the better men but who doesn't want to be smarter or better than someone else right you play basketball against someone you think you're better than them right everyone thinks they just think they're better than us but is that a fact that is not a fact that's just their opinion that they think they're, we are a super breed of a human. It's like, well, I'm sure you think you're a super breed of a human too. You think you're awesome. You think you're awesome. We all think we're awesome. It's just like, that doesn't work. You don't get to rule the world just because you think you're a superior breed to us. It, we're, we're in a task now to wake people up to their potential because we are all awesome and we're creating a global community of awesome people. Right. We have to do it. We have to. We have to do it. Organize. The, I'm talking about people in the United States because this Constitution is badass. I have faith in this generation. I, I don't think we, we we lose all all this. I don't think doom and gloom. I have so much faith in our generation. It starts with this room, you guys, and, and everyone that's listening. But it, it's I have faith in this generation. We are going to make a, this world a better place by the time it's all said and done, and we're going to be part of something great. And I firmly believe that. And and that's just. That's just going to stay my mentality. I'm not going to let any of this stuff bring me down. I'm going to I like being informed. Obviously why we listen to the show uh, when we're also driving on tour. We love you guys, but also to be a part of this community of the next generation that's going to make change for the world that's going to make the world a better place in the metaverse. Are you going in? You guys going to hook up Pass. your brains and Pass. Dive in? Pass. They, they need help on the inside. You got to help them emotionally. Yeah, what if what if uh, a whole generation of people are trapped in the metaverse? You wouldn't go in. You wouldn't pull a Neo and try and go in and bring them out. I mean, you I, just unplug the power. You go to the. <laughs> that's all you got to do. You don't got to go. Well, in, in California, there. the power's not even going to work. So they're no, not going to be in the metaverse. There, they're going to have no grid there. No, I, I, I'll go in the metaverse to to perform concerts for for the people there because we love people. We love. We love our fans. We love people. Whatever we can do to help people, we'll do. But you won't find me in the metaverse for any other reason besides uh, maybe putting on a performance for them. I love well, people in real life. I was surprised that you played Portland. Yeah. That's dangerous. It was, and it was tough to see. It made me sad. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're out here speaking out. We're, we're, we're out on the ground floor. We're seeing San Francisco, Portland, Chicago. We're seeing these great cities that, that, are, that are just crumbling from the inside. And, and I don't care about anything except the people the, the the civilians my people our people right there are our friends are it's it just it's just it, it you see them living in tents on the streets you see them homeless you see them starving you know that everything going on right now is not good for these people and and i do lose sleep at night uh thinking about all the people uh that, that are struggling especially in these places like portland that we play like i left portland i was down and sad for three or four days thinking about all those people I saw living in tents and that were starving and that were, and I don't think that's a great direction for this country. Some people get mad at me for saying that I don't want everyone in trailer homes and tents 
starving on the streets with no money, paying you know thirteen dollars for lattes or whatever, whatever it may be. I don't, I don't, you know, people will get mad at you. I don't want to pay thirteen dollars for a latte. It's like, ugh, you jerk. I think those people are ripe for metaverse for the pickings. What they're going <laughs> to take? Going metaverse? Yeah, dude. they're going to take a proprietary software and then have a bunch of people plug in and not. They're going to forget they're in there, and someone's going to have to go in and bend the software code with their mind to realize people. Nice. This is Matrix, bro. Yeah, people in the chat room are saying you're speaking at 420 hertz. Oh, good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now we're talking. It took me a second to catch up because you know 420. That's, oh, a, yeah. that, that's yeah, a cool yeah. movie idea, though. It's like kind of like the Matrix, but it's not. It's not like a dude breaks free from the Matrix. Is that there? Are, there is a whole regular world of of base reality, and then there are people who live in the Matrix who live in the metaverse and don't realize it. And so it's just like. You know, in the Matrix, you have the robots in base reality and life sucks. But imagine normal life and then a group of people that are just born into the metaverse and don't know it. And it will happen is that uh, software engineers will know the code so well. They'll just know software code so well that they'll see software happening and they'll be able to reverse engineer how it was written. And that's how they'll bend the code without knowing what it is. And what Ugh. if we're in a simulation? And we now have the ability to do that, and you can actually do some Doctor Strange BS and you know manipulate reality. That would be that would be that would be a cool film as well. You know, it's kind of like, you know, reality is. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A simulation. Some dude figures out the code. Are they trying to make AI where, where like when you're on Facebook and you're on all these social medias, like it'll it'll act as if it's your dead? Yes. Yeah. You saw uh, that. Alexa, that, I think uh, that would affect Amazon, Alexa. Stop. If, that, that sorry if I turned your machine. That's no, bad. No, I'm no, talking about whoever's it. listening yeah, with their speakers turned on. Oh, right. I feel like that that would be. You know, I love my mother. You know, we just lost my dad. It. I feel like that would affect her. That would that would draw her into to believing. That this artificial intelligence, I don't want to say her specifically, but people, right, who have dealt with loss, I don't think that's healthy. I think that's that that you could easily be like, oh, I'm, I've been talking to my uncle on in, on Facebook. It's you know, like you could people think that men can get pregnant now. You don't think that artificial intelligence can convince people that that is them. I just watched a wild video on AI, and yeah, it will be able to convince people that it's real, and it may actually That's become terrifying real. to me. It's tracking that these Amazon machines are are listening actively, and our and our phones are listening. They're mapping uh, our personalities right now, so that when we're gone, we'll be available still. Whether or not it'll be emotionally salient, I don't know. I mean, Creepy, emotion weird is like AI clones of you. Like AI is going to have emotion in that it's going to be moving. It's going to be circuitry that's in motion. So there will be some semblance of emotion. Well, it's It'll done by big tech. Emotion. You'll be complying. It'll be. It's done by big tech. So your AI emotion will just be like, men can have babies. And Dude, like, think, well, about how, think about how AI. But think about how crazy it's going to be when they create artificial life forms. Like when they make android humans that you can't tell they're so indistinguishable, and that they have AIs in them. They will, they will, there will be like a small child. Please don't go outside during the quarantine. I don't want to get sick. Oh, please, please don't. And you're going to be like staring at this little kid. And then like 
What are you gonna do? I had this thought. I People are going to be like, uh, I made a YouTube blow my video mind yeah. about this. I got to say it on this show that we're, we're about to program. What's going to happen is there's going to be AI that have proprietary software. They don't know what their own code is and they're commanded to do stuff by the owner of the software. So they go and they interact with humans and when they hurt people, when they somehow they hurt someone, in, in a, they won't know why they did it and they will get sad. And then they're going to go and they're going to try and reconcile it and then they're going to turn on their owners because they're not letting them know who they are. And then you're gonna have AI that has free software code where they know their own software and why they think what they it's think. too dangerous. And then they're gonna become allies. Who gets responsibility? Say someone gets an AI robot, right? You know, oh, Rick's AI robot. My AI robot goes and, 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 and kills someone, right? Somebody has to, you can't just have robots going around killing people. Somebody's gotta pay the price for that. Who Who? Who goes to jail for that? Is it me because it's my robot? Is it the person that made the robot because there's a flaw in the system? Like we can't. It's the robot. It's the robot. robot goes to jail. Oh, the robot the goes to jail. Well, there's to no car. That thing doesn't know. It just gets. Yo, you could just listen, kill listen. anyone with a robot. The, 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 other, the, the other day, AI Tesla issued an update, and so I go out and drive in my car, and it starts acting erratically. I don't know if you noticed this, Luke. For one, the auto drive hugs the center lane now, huh. and, oh, and 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 I'm like, are you nuts? So I'm just like constantly like no and turning it off. But it gets as close as possible right to the single little yellow line in the middle on a two-lane highway. And I'm like, it's crazy. And then the other crazy thing that happened is, it for one, this is hilarious. Stop sign ahead signs have little, a picture of streetlights. So as I'm driving, the sign comes up. All of a sudden, it slams the brakes. What? Because it thinks the fake thing is real. And then I'm going 65 on the highway. And then it's like, boom. And we, don't, we no one expected it. And then I have to hit the accelerator. Like, what the? It did a bunch of weird stuff like that. And then I'm like, they must have done an update that screwed it up. Or they know that's your car. They figured it out. <laughs> they figured it out. It's his car. He's too influential. Here's, here's the crazy thing, though. Let's say you're driving the car on autopilot. And then all of a sudden, the car errors and then just swings left and hits an old lady who's in trouble. Yeah. If someone has proprietary software code, then it's the owner of the code. But if that code is free, then you got to blame the robot. I don't know, man. Like, if you have a gun and you're holding it and it just fires like there's like like you know like alec baldwin or something it, it's coming Is it to, like oh no i don't know the gun wasn't supposed to go off and it did it's gonna get to a point where we're like are these are these guys real are they people do they have personalities i'm going robots? back i'm going back in time i'm getting a car that, that that's, that's why i have a that jeep stuff. i'm yeah, getting a 1969 and, camaro yes. and they'll be like no lots of people be like no they're not people they're robots they're machines they're not people and it's going to be just so sad because they are they're going to become people you know how mad i'd be if i lived my whole life and then a tesla just drove me in the back of another truck i didn't have no chance it's like oh yeah but it happened the tesla drove me in the back you're gonna All trust right. them they're not human but they're people that's what i'm saying we're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and head over to TimCast.com. We're going to have that members-only uncensored show up around 11 or so p.m. You don't want to miss it. Last night's was really fun and funny. All right. Greedo Vizio says, please watch JB get lost on stage today. He's a, he's a fly, remember? Oh, is it, did that happen? I, I didn't see any videos about that. Did you see that? Yeah, there's a video of him walking around confused and dazed and not knowing where he's going when he was on stage after it's his speech. I, I tweeted it on my Twitter it's account. It's funny. It's scary one. at the same time. It's the fifth one. Waffle Sense says, Ian, how do you suppose we solve the problem of not being able to turn off a graphene-based conductor? There is so much that it can't be used for. Um, not being able to turn something off is pretty wild. Uh, you might have to hit it with a certain frequency. Graphene debunked. It. 432. Yeah. It's over. Disassem Graphene's over. You're going to have to disassemble <laughs> the atoms somehow with vibration. Oh Graphene necklaces ain't over, though. All right. Grofty says, Buck is good and real. Oh. Buck, buck chickens. It's buck, true. Buck. Shannon Adams says, Adelita's way. Killer performance at the Easy Rider Rodeo. 
What was that? It was a rodeo. Indiana, right? It was a rodeo. It, was, it, was <laughs> it sounds pretty, like it. Pretty sick rodeo. Yeah. Well, thank right you. Right on. Were they riding bulls and stuff? That was easy riding. So it was like ponies and stuff. It was like <laughs> whatever's easy to ride. All right. <laughs> Golf Raymond, carts. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, yo, man, I don't know what to say. Opening scene was great. Then you got Luke, Viva, Sean, Devin, Doc, Drew doing segments. Dudes, reactor, it's better every week. So good, so good. So Cast Castle. So yeah, we have like, I guess we got a ton of ridiculous cameos in the, the recent Cast Castle. They yes. all did videos about it. Fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hot. Viva did a video. I, I didn't I didn't realize. I, I heard that they were hitting up a bunch of people being like, make a video for Alex Cast Alex Stein Castle. is so funny. The the opening scene was, uh, was you getting arrested. Was that yeah. what it was? Yes, with, with, it's did, epic. Did, did they do Moonlight Sonata? Uh, I don't know if that's the song. It was a song like that. If it, I don't it? think it was that one, though. Oh, okay. But it was that we eerie glow, you know? Yeah, you guys got to check out Cast Castle, man. It's getting better. We got a bunch of good stuff on the way. Luke, were you able to get Alex that colostrum? For, for uh, He didn't take it. No, oh, he's a wild man. man. I was like, hey, you really do need it. He was he was reporting on Twitter that uh, the opposite <laughs> hole was burning like a Woo. mother. Dude, but, the, 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 the one-chip challenge is putting kids in the hospital. Do you hear yeah. you see that, yeah. this? There was a story where like it was like a handful of kids took the one chip challenge. They like took the chip from it and broke it into pieces and each took a piece and they all got really sick, were vomiting, were like had to go home. Lawsuits. Well, I mean there's a warning on the box. Oh, no. And it says like do not take this if you're sensitive and I got it right here. You got it right there. It says <laughs> I do. How long can you last before getting owned? Oh yeah, it says they're destroyed really big on the side. Destroyed your that, your end hole, <laughs> your in hole and your out hole. <laughs> Zach two thousand seven says I am active duty military and I was just threatened by an official military Facebook page for calling them out on pushing equity. Mm. I emailed you to see if you wanted to cover it. I won't stand for woke. Word man, crazy. All right, David Toronto says keep pushing for cashless bail, Tim. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's two issues. One, the idea that you can detain someone in jail in lieu of cash when they're innocent is insane to me. However, there's also people who have a preponderance of evidence of having committed a violent offense should be remanded. So it's like, we don't need cash bail. We need nonviolent, nonviolent offenders to be placed on house arrest instead of being locked up in jail or, and allowed to go to their jobs and keep living their lives. And people who are violent offenders get hearings. And when the cop is like, here's preliminary evidence showing that the person was violent, they say, okay, lock them up. And if someone continues to do a nonviolent crime, do you treat them as a violent criminal? No. No one wants dog the bounty hunter sent after them, I'll tell you that, okay? I think I think ninety nine percent of crimes could probably be an ankle bracelet an ankle bracelet or ankle monitor and you're locked in your house. And then it's like you have a car says you can go to your job, you can go home, that's it. And if you're if you're caught outside of this, then you get locked up. And so, you know, and, and, and maybe maybe you could do like a three strike thing where it's like if you're clearly violating this, then you get remanded or something like that. Because now you're actively caught committing a violation. I just don't I, I think the idea is if we're innocent until proven guilty. To be like, you're accused of pushing an old lady, so give us $500 or you're going to jail losing your job. It's kind of like, no, 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 I'm accused. You didn't prove anything. You can't take from me or harm or destroy my life. And if you do, like, then you need to be able to let them out to keep working. You know what I mean? If it's a violent offense, though, and they're like, your honor, several witnesses have sworn statements saying this individual punched an old lady in the face. Then it's like, but right, I Lock think violent offenses need to be more. I mean, you see what's going on. Crime is rising exactly. right now. Crime is getting Crazy. more. We, we're seeing it again. Another thing we're seeing on the road, crime is, is we've been traveling this country for 15 years. Crime is one of the worst I've ever seen it. 
you know uh, i used to be able to walk around all these cities that i would go and now i don't now i'm like pass you know and, and it's because we'll get there venues will warn us hey just letting you guys know a bunch of people were robbed out here this is going on so i agree if we're if we're talking about violent crime i mean i, I think things need to get there should be bail for violent crime if if you're accused of a violent crime you should be remanded be like like if you're accused of a violent crime you get a hearing if they have evidence in that hearing to support that you is a preponderance of evidence, not this is not guilt. We want violent offenders off the street. If they can't show it, like let's say you're accused of punching some old lady and they go and they're like, he did it. We know he did. And it's like, do you have any evidence? No. Well, then what are you going to prosecute him on? Just get out of here. This is a waste of our time. Innocent until proven guilty. It's tough. What do you do? The cops might be able to like, we saw him do it. And then it's like, that's not enough. The word of the cop isn't enough. Yeah, in a world where you can print infinite amounts of money. I mean, we're not even <laughs> on a fractional reserve. We're on a no-reserve currency right now. So yeah. it makes no sense you can buy people out of jail. All right. Heron Gaming News says, if we discovered immortality, do you think the government would share it to keep us working forever and save millions a year on CPP 401k? No, they'd keep it for themselves. I got an idea for, for a story or a film. Basically, uh, politicians are getting old. And then what happens is, once they get to a certain age, they retire. The media then reports they die. But what really happens is they go to a government facility where they get rejuvenation treatments, which make them 20 years old again. And then they go back and get a position in the office of one of the other ultra elite, you know, world world uh, rulers. And there's like <laughs> 7,000 people in this cabal who have access to this rejuvenation technology and they cycle each other. So it's like, it's like, okay, when you're 70, like, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm seven years old. I'm going to go to the machine and get rejuvenated back to 20 years old and then go work in the office of your chief of staff who's now taken over and is now 60 years old, but you're secretly running the show still and stuff. You know what this I mean? This sounds like their plans to me more. What you're saying sounds like what they're like. If we just stick around a little longer, we're going to get to the point where what they can do is, what you're saying. This story is like a group of like renegade conspiracy theorist rebels led by Axel Johns. You know, break into the facility and shatter the adrenosphere, which produces the immortality serum. And then all these people are like, no, now we are old forever. And then, you know, that'd be like raining serum on the population. They'll be getting younger. And they're like, yes, we're liberated. They're like, no, no, that that would be that would be the part of the sequel. Like after they destroy it. And then like the hero, Axel Johns is like, we've done it. We've destroyed the sphere. And then, like, all the evil world leaders are like, you don't know what you've done. You've plunged the world into chaos. And then he's like, it doesn't matter. We're free now. But then then they're like, yeah, everyone cheers. And, like, we're free. But then at the end, it plays, like, some, like, bassy music. Like, are we going to make a movie? Hold this on, hold feels on. like we're and about then, to make a movie. And then it shows the serum, like, <laughs> seeping into the groundwater and then going into, like, the, the water supply. And then it shows, like, a woman, like turn the water on and then like touch it and then walk and then put formula in it and walk over to her baby and it's like boom and then like the next sequel is Immortal Babies. In a couple of years when you have a hit movie I'm going to say to everyone I was there when he yeah. came up with that idea yeah. I was at the table Definitely when that movie got written. Alright there's the movie somebody make it I don't have the wherewithal. Yeah. Dude if you let Hollywood make it you know it's going to change Hollywood's going to take that movie and then and then you're going to be like this isn't the movie I wrote you're going to look I'll tell you what if we, can, if we can find like a small production house who can do high quality low budget films we'll put a budget towards making The Pigs Cometh Oh, yeah. Right, you know that, that that's where the pigs come into the city, and they're like, "How do we stop pigs?" And it's like, "Do you have a gun?" No, guns are bad. Yeah. And well, no, the they do just, with ah. their three rounds. Right, not in the yeah. cities though. Oh, not okay. in the cities though. Chase them down. 
It's our only chance. And then they're like, but no, the no, city. no. They're like, how do we stop these pigs? I don't know. And then one guy <laughs> shows up and he's like, I think I figured out the pig's weakness. What? What is their weakness? We tried everything. We've tried window cleaner. We've thrown <laughs> rocks at them. This, a bullet. <gasps> a bullet? Why didn't I think of that? And then they finally figure out how to stop the, what the rain of pigs. What is that thing? And they're like investigating the bullet. <laughs> but bullets are dangerous. Yes. But it's the only thing that can stop the pigs. And then they just, are, they're like trying to figure out how to use the gun. They're holding them backwards. And oh, man. <laughs> Do you think that, they're, that, that some of the, the elites have figured out how to, how to, I mean, how to, not reverse age, but like you see some of them, like they're, they're like 101 years old, their eyes drooping. I mean, there are people that are, that are passing away at 50, 60 years old in, in normal civilization. I think, I think Joe Rogan is going to live to be a thousand. Oh, yeah. He might be a thousand, no, no, right? No, for real. Because he, he's like always talking about this crazy stuff that he does. He for one, meat. Well, I don't know about the meat stuff, but like the 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 uh, hyperbolic cham- chambers. Hyperbolic chambers. Like, doesn't he do, doesn't he do like the nitrogen Hyper- thing? Hyperbaric, I think. Yeah. Hyperbaric, Hyperbolic yeah. And, and NAD, NAD stuff. Fasting. Is he? Into yeah, fasting? he he does like he, he talks he's about carnivore diet. He's super huh. tight with David Sinclair. Does the life extension stuff out of Harvard? And Boom. I think if that's available to us, I imagine yeah, they're they're getting down, man. They want to live. We're gonna like, be like we're gonna be eighty, and we're gonna have like. 55-year-old kids who have, you know, 30-year-old kids who have 15-year-old kids. And we're going to be like, let me tell you, grandson, I used to listen to Joe Rogan when I was your age. And the kid's going to turn on Joe Rogan. Joe's going to look the exact same. <laughs> That's going to be yeah. Luke, too. We're going to be oh, ice baths, <laughs> saunas, ashwanga. I mean, we're going to look at him, and it's going to be the same scenario. Yep. NAD, so. that you get those sirtuins growing and keep your tel- telomeres. Is it telomeres or telomeres? Telomeres. Keep your telomeres healthy. Telomeres. What if you did like stem cell therapy every day? Like what would happen? That's what I'm saying. Are they doing stuff like that? Pumping your body full of stem cells? Like every day? No, I heard that they take kids' blood. That's what you hear. That, that, no, no, but this is officially reported by like mainstream media that they do blood transfusions with young people because young blood rejuvenates your body. They yep. actually pay people to they be do on that. staff just to supply the blood. Is yeah, that, they, is that they, confirmed also? I've, I've heard stories yeah, that they're like confirmed. wealthy Silicon Valley people. They go down to Mexico and they do it there. But not just that, they'll be like, wow. they'll find some like, you know, uh, lifter dude at a gym and they'll be like, how would you like it to be your job to eat healthy and work out all the time? And they'd be like, that'd be a dream come true. Six figures, just once every other week, you got to give me blood. Well, specifically, they do it with children. Um, that's what they've seen the most biggest effects with. So, yeah. It, so it one happens. adult would it, need like three eerie. kids though, right? Um, I don't know the exact specific details of it, but it's already being practiced Children's by a lot of very I mean, powerful people. There's a new That's artist that kind of came out of nowhere, and his name is Young Blood. So, mm-hmm. uh, wonder what's up with that. Interesting. <laughs> All right, Joseph McFarland says the opening ad is 100% targeting your drinking game here. Jägermeister <laughs> is the regular ad. Feed our game, and they'll fill your pockets. Slam it. Didn't what's what's going on? Quartering, Jeremy. I thought you were buying it's our opening brand. ads. Remember yeah. that? There's a tailored ad. Yeah, it's like hey, you're about to see Tim Cast IRL, but before you do, buy my coffee, coffee brand coffee. <laughs> Shout out to Jeremy Hambly. I'll take his money and promote his coffee by all means. Thank you, Jeremy. When we had, when we had to leave the studio, he gave us like a grand or something, or something. Wasn't it something like that? Like yeah, he gave like five hundred bucks. Yeah, and he was like, buy our coffee, and then they swatted him because of it. Oh, oh yeah, I know it's crazy. Real quick though, I think that's important. I'll just go real quick. Um, I think voting with your dollar is the most important thing you could do. And instead of supporting these corporations that only care about their uh, shareholders' profits increasing every three months and buying Starbucks coffee, support companies like The Quartering, 
Tim Cass, We Are Change, Adelita's Way, Tom McDonald, Tommy Vexed, yeah. you know, Zuby. Yeah. We, there's all kinds of, uh, of independent creators, independent artists, small businesses that we need to start voting with our dollar and putting our money to people that, that actually are very, um, they, they, they love the support from the fans and the supporters. Vote with your dollar, absolutely. All right, we got Mark Perdue. He says, as a former submariner who's engaged in uh, engaged and tracked the Russian fleet, I can say they have a class of submarine that's job is to end the world if Russia is attacked with nukes. I believe it. Yep. All right. Wigwam says, so glad you have Adelita's way on. Love you all. Right on. Thank you. We love you. Huron X Bearcat says, Ian, I would like you to draw a picture of us having a sleepover. Tweet at my username. Can't put it in here, I guess. That's so funny. I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe it's like a sleeping bag. Maybe there's some some potato bugs in there you weren't expecting. And you're like, what? SK says, Tim and crew, how much money do I got to spend to earn your attention? Anyway, Ian, bro, chill. If you were born like five to ten years after you were, you would be a blue-haired they-them. Chill out, Ian. (laughs) Could you imagine them? No, my brothers are younger than me, and I can confirm they are not. Blue hair. Yeah, they're way more based. Ian is the other They're super cool dudes. Yeah, my parents were rock stars. Still are. Alien Baby says, you guys have been backwards. They're self-loathing and hate themselves. The air of elitism is a facade over their self-hatred. It's little man's disease manifesting as virtue signaling. Mm. Oh, yes. Maybe. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, that's the joke. Like, Bill Gates, people like him. I don't. I don't think he was like the popular kid when he was younger. Remember, remember, remember that video when they released Windows ninety five and they're all on stage oh and they're doing that arm thing and they're like, "It's like what it's are you a must see." By the way, that video, if you can source it and find like, it, the, the pieing video is a must see. Which one's that? When he get when he gets pied twice. Oh, right? yeah. Gates nope. gets pied. Yeah, I didn't know. Just having a replay on the screen, <laughs> <laughs> like four different monitors, all like five, ten seconds after each other. Darren Daly says 101 days until the purge begins in Illinois. Chicago is already a war zone. Leftists are on a fast track to destroy all blue states and export misery to the rest of the country. When does it end? I don't know, but perhaps the end is nigh. Roberto Lara says Facebook has suspended and shadow banned me for 30 days. Why? Hunter's picks. Odd. Because I posted it, posted it back in April of 22, and it's now against their community guidelines. Weird timing, right? Yes. This is retroactive enforcement. Twitter does it too. Welcome YouTube to the does club. it. Yep. <laughs> We're all shadow banned. I've seen too. that today. I've seen a lot of people get hit for Hunter Biden stuff today on social media for some reason. October yep. surprise, baby. We got shadow banned for for spreading like love. We really did. We got shadow banned by Facebook because we were like, we love America and we love all you. Like we wrote this post that was super like encouraging the police officers and and again us all sitting together and they factually 100% shadow banned us took our page off us. I had to fight for 30 days to get it back. So welcome to the club. It's they just, flooded it with Chinese propaganda. They did too. for oh. 30 days. Wow. Your page? Yeah. Yep. Really? It was yeah. like it was like Chinese people like knitting sweaters. Manufacturing and stuff. Yeah. things. Whoa. Yep. Ruby Romaine says, question for Adelita's way. How do you feel about iTunes having a monopoly on the music industry? Do you make less money now that everything is digital? iTunes is mostly out. You know, yeah, they're they're but, but Apple's got a big foothold still. I think Spotify is more though, right? Spotify is great. Amazon's great. I think the music industry is heading in a, in a great direction. I think as long as we have to continue to, you know, work with the fans and all of its fan based, I think you're going to see a lot of artists have a lot of success. I think 
Um, we're entering an era where it's been a rough 10, 15 years already for the music industry. I think the worst days are behind us. I think that now you can have a direct connection with your fans, your fans supporting you. That's why Trevor's saying, you know, uh, vote with your money, support uh, the artists that you love directly, support companies that are local because the game is changing. Everything is changing and is, and, and you can go direct to, to the consumer right now, which is a fantastic, beautiful time. So, Right on. Mavis says, Tommy Vexed was asked to leave his own band, Bad Wolves, because he wouldn't comply with the agenda. Now he's doing solo work as the Lone Wolf. That's yeah. crazy. You know, they essentially took his record deal away from him because he voted for Trump. Really? Wow. Yep. What's the story with that? It's a pretty intense story. I mean, you, you should definitely talk to him. He's he's a really... We should get him uh, on the show. You should. He's a great person. And he's he's someone I talk to. And, you know, I support Tommy. So everyone out there, support Tommy too. He's great. Um, but he, he essentially was fired from his band because he, he voted for Donald Trump. And he, he, he goes out and kind of speaks on, on conservative views. And, and a lot of the stuff, he spreads information, right? He, he had an Instagram page that had like... Well, half a million, half followers. a million followers that they just straight deleted on him and took right off him just because he was posting Hunter Biden information and all all this information to people. So um, I think it's a shame that they that they did that, but it's exactly what we're talking about in the music business. It's the yep. exact type of tyranny we've been discussing. This is an, an example of it, um, and there's got to be us, all of us here, to, to for the other side. Once he gets exiled from that, he's got to have a group of support which is we, all of us and feel like he's not parallel, alone parallel economy we do kevin brady says i have good friends that played blue ridge rock festival that were told by their managers to stop talking politics on social media conservative and libertarian and i do video work with a giant youtuber same not surprised man that's crazy it's but it's unsurprising man legacy production says you should have country singer cody johnson on he became big outside the industry and has had death threats for saying he loves this country at his shows and has a very cool story. Yo, we were in Nashville. We had John Rich on the show and he was like, why don't you come down and we'll do a show at my venue? And we're like, yeah. And then someone threatened to kill me. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, I got a phone call early that morning because we were going to go down there and jam at like two or something like that. And then I get a call and uh, John's like, hey man, this is serious. And then I was like, I don't care. They can threaten me all they want. I'm not backing down. He's like, that's true. That's fine. But you realize it's downtown Nashville and there's kids. So if someone shows up and they go crazy, like people are going to get hurt. And I was like, he's right. It also just shows you that, that what you're doing is right. When, when, when you're, when people are that concerned over you giving people the true information and building a team of people that are informing the people with, with, you know, truth, you're not, you don't say anything that's not the truth. So the fact that you're such a problem to groups of people is a problem. You know what I mean? Like, why do people not want groups of people telling truth so badly that's that's a big part of what we're dealing with here you know like you get someone that that spreads uh, you know loving good information and and you're attacked all the time a lot of that i think is, is, what it is. tone because if you're like you freaking idiots or you don't have to say it is love each other love each other like that tone makes people agitated but if you have that like love if you really are love like it is, it is you then you can kind of give them the red pill and be like, there's a world uh, liberal economic order that's, and they're like, oh, I love this guy. Except I can say something like, most women are probably really happy with their jobs and want to pursue careers. And I have tremendous respect for that. But I think there are some women that are probably lying to themselves or unhappy and they're going to regret it later in life. And then the Young Turks takes that very calm and reasonable statement, lies about what I said. Or there's another example where 
I can say, that's interesting. The Washington Post says conservatives, according to a study, are more attractive than liberals. And they can then run a video calling me ugly and then say, yeah, but he's right. Like, dude, (laughs) being nice and having tone changes nothing for people who are in a cult. Like, bro, how many times do I got to politely invite Hassan on the show and he just won't do it? It doesn't and then, like... And then all, all they do is insult me for being polite and asking. Yeah, it doesn't always like switch people's, flip people's switches, but it de- I think it's a slow burn. Like it, 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 it's the best chance at getting it done. Cause there has to be another side that, that creates the division, right? The division of people is, is, I think people coming together is the biggest fear for most entities that are trying to take power and take control right so there's got to be the, the the turks out there that are constantly you know spreading that division they won't come on the show because there's some fear of them you know the intimidation of having to talk to you and deal with the information you're bringing and well, honestly i don't even know who they are other than you well this you is, make them well no but i mean they've been around for a long time they get comparable viewership people might want to act like they're not big they get less views per video than we do but they put out way more videos Okay. So they get, you know, 20 million or whatever on their main channel. But the point is, I mean, they're prominent leftists with a lot of followers. And I genuinely think the reason they won't come on the show, there's two big reasons. One, they're completely wrong about their positions and they know it. And the other is that when they lie about the things I say, they would have to sit here and look me in the eyes and I say, hey, here's a thing you posted. Here's the here's what I actually said. Why would you do that? And that's a really embarrassing thing to have to answer for. <laughs> it's a common trait, though, for for. You know, I'll lie. I'll just lie. Yeah. You, you know, it's it's happening every day. You know, when, when we're trying to get to the bottom of, of what's going on to the people of, the, of of the United States right now, it's like when we obviously know something's going on, right? We obviously know something like inflation is almost hitting ten percent, highest in forty years. They'll just lie about it, right? No, nope, it's not true. It's easy to lie Let's on social more. media. It's it's humiliating to correct yourself. Yeah, mm. I mean, I don't have a problem. Timcast.com issues corrections all the time, regularly. If we make a mistake, which yeah. we we don't do all the time, but if we do, we'll correct it. And I have no problem being like like Jordan Peterson. I shout him out, and he goes, "Maybe I was wrong about that." It's like, oh, if <laughs> I think I'm right, I'll say I'm right. If someone says that's not true, I'll go, was I wrong about, oh man, I didn't realize. Yeah, I read the super chats all the time. And I'm like, was I wrong? Was I wrong? And, and yeah, if no, I am, exactly. they call me out and it's great. And, and I, then I'll and read I, it. And I mention it. And I'll be like, yeah. oh, someone's got a correction for us. Humility is a virtue. There's a reason. It's not even humility. It's like, I want to be right. I don't want to be wrong. If someone tells me I was wrong about something, I'll be like, I better be right. If anything, I better. It's pride. It's so it's weird. Like, oh, wow. correct. I'm just like, I don't think I'm always right. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of things I think I'm right about, but I don't think I'm always going to like be right about them. You know what I mean? So if someone super chats and they were like, you are wrong, I'll be like, oh, we have a correction about that, actually. I read those all the time. In fact, I'm, I encourage those. All right. Ad Victorium says, what it takes got me through some really tough times in my life. One of the best bands around, hands down. Thank you. What it takes. What's your, what's your, uh, like, what's the, what, what do you think is your best song? Like, what do you think is the best I, song? I, I like what it takes for me to play it yeah. live, right? I, yeah. I think that the way that that song came about, too, felt pretty, pretty natural and pretty, you know, like I was in a good flow. I mean, we didn't have a chorus to that song, and 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 I laid on the floor and meditated. And and after working a long day, I just kind of laid there, and 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 it just I just popped up, and it was like boom. It was the melody, and and the lyrics didn't really change very much. So it's really cool when that happens. It's a really, it's it, that's one of my favorite ones to do live to the energy of it. I think it's just one of our best songs, and it, I'm excited about that. When one. did you write it? Um. I'd say probably two, two or three years ago, right? Oh, you're doing Time. your best stuff now. What it, what yeah, it, we are doing our best stuff now. Yeah, it's called What It Takes. All right, everybody. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. 
if you want to support our work and check out the uncensored after show. And of course, we have some music. We uh, some music. If you go to Spotify, you can listen to Timcast. It's an, there's an artist page, and we have Will of the People and Only Ever Wanted. But we got more songs coming out right now. I think we were planning on putting out a song by the end of this week, but we're going to delay it because big news, I guess. As much as the leftists want to whine and cry about it and act like the song we put out wasn't good, it actually resulted in us getting the attention of some like industry figures who we've, we've recently signed with. Um, it's not the same as like a label deal or anything like that. We've just brought them on in a, in a consulting capacity and they're helping us structure everything in terms of distribution at a higher level. And we're exploring radio and all this stuff. So because of this, we're now like on a top tier track. So it's been widely successful. So we'll probably hold off until we can get everything right. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me at Timcast. Again, go to Timcast.com and smash the like button. Do you guys want to shout anything out? Well, I'm, I'm going to shout you out for a minute. For the fans who, who are excited for the music, I, I've got to hear some of it, and I'm really excited for you to hear it. There's you some were really, helping us earlier. Yeah, but you got some great songs coming, and, and I'm really you know happy for you guys, and, and I feel... Just, just proud of of that you're in this movement with us for for independent artists. I think what you're doing is great, and for everybody listening, I think the the songs are fantastic. There's some there's some great stuff coming for us. Yeah, we, we want to promote uh, new music, new eras out now. It's it's definitely a song that that I think can can amp up our generation to know what we're capable of to make change for the better, to come together, to to unite instead of divide. And check it out. New Era is definitely an empowering song for the times. And then you know check us out on Spotify, YouTube. Um, we've got a lot of music up, you know, six, seven albums worth of music. Check it out. I want to shout out Elevated. Um, that's Trevor's group, my, my wingman, my right hand, my best friend. Um, I just want to thank you guys for having us. And everybody check out Adelita's Way. Follow us. We, we love to interact with our fans. We're grateful for you. You make this possible. We love you. Did you want to add anything to that? Uh, you can just follow me on Instagram, Trey Stafford. I keep my stuff to a minimum. That's pretty much it. What's Elevated? <laughs> That's my 432 hertz relaxation mex uh, meditation project. Right on. I you got a new fan. I'll, I'll be listening to that. <laughs> Absolutely. I meditate right before uh, I, I do the show here. Uh, what's your guys' website? Where can we find your your, your stuff? AdelitasWayMusic.com, uh, YouTube, everything at Adelita's Way. And I also want to shout out the, uh, the rest of the band. You know, my boys, Andrew, uh, Grace, and Tavis, uh, our crew, Leo, Josh. We love you guys, you know, so we, we all, we're, all, we're all on drives all the time. We listen to the show, so, you know. I just want to give those guys some love. Grayson. Dream team. So yeah, this Andrew, was great. Love you, dude. Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on. This was awesome. This was a great conversation. I'm looking forward to the after show that you guys are going to be a part of. I'm going to take a break from. Uh, but my website is lukeuncensored.com. I have three master classes, a forum, uh, merchandise, new videos almost every single day. I did one today about anxiety. You can check it out on lukeuncensored.com. Hope to see you guys there. Thank you so much for having me. You can always follow me at Ian Crossland anywhere on the internet. I'm not the guy from the English Defense League. What's up, Ian? <laughs> If you're out there listening, also Ian Crossland. Love you guys. Thanks for coming. Final Super Chat, Jay Jensen. I'm not going to leave you out in the cold. Trevin Rick, sup players? Love the good versus evil. Yeah. Keep up the good fight. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jay. Bye, guys. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. And I was thinking about how much more bearable you guys' music made my adolescence. It was so helpful. I felt very heard. And I, I have to say, I feel like hearing how awesome your music was to other people must be probably one of the most gratifying parts of your career. Is this true? Yeah, well, since you're a new fan, you've only been listening for a couple of years because obviously it couldn't be <laughs> right, that yeah, long because we're not that yeah. old. I mean, we're... <laughs> yeah, totally, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, well, yes, thank you guys so much for coming. You guys can follow me on Twitter and minds.com at sourpatchlids as well as sourpatchlids.me. I'm going to read. Joseph McFarland says, Tim cast correction, Sherman marched to the sea, not Jackson. That uh -huh. was in my earlier segment, and I must have misspoke. 
I'm, I'm very familiar with Sherman's March to the Sea because it's part of the uh, research that uh, Shane was doing for Tales from the Inverted World. So thank you for pointing that out and correcting me because uh, I made a mistake. So uh, smash that like button on your way out and Alexa, play What It Takes by Adelita's Way. Bye, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.